sun is descending, the moon is approaching, and the crowd is gone. It seems like nobody is interested to carry on. Well, this time is like a wooden shack after a storm. Not a band nor a mass is wrong to perform. All I can see is some broken old bottles so far. An indication the carnival is over. Welcome to episode 131 of the Quarry Shepherd podcast. Welcome back to all the people who've been listening. Welcome to all the new listeners. Carnival done. <laughs> it's as much as I love Carnival, I think. I just be kind of happy when this thing done, you know. Because the toll that I rode is taken on my feet and my well-being and my health and my liver. It's be bad, you know. So as much as people like the Carnival, and think, we're going to do a Carnival wrapper. But after today, I don't want to hear not more Carnival until next year. And all this, please stop posting all them carnival pick on IG and think I fed up see people in carnival thing is over. Let me just celebrate the fact that it's done. Where yes. is all that music that sounded so terrific? I would like to know. Good question. Where was all the music that was sounding terrific this year? I don't know. The sweet, sweet saxophone, the pan and the trombone and so. I ain't seen nothing like that on the road. What is wrong? Like the tourists and all disappear. It looked like it's the same this year. Not a clown, nor a bat can be seen anywhere. Hear the sound of a drum or a bass, a guitar. An indication. Hey, welcome to the Carnival Wrap Up. This is a wrap up and synopsis of what the Carnival brought, you know what I mean? Carnival 2023, the mother of all carnivals. I want to know how all you enjoy all the Carnival time. Well, a good time? <laughs> The fet is over. Time to go back to work. We like to extend this fet too far. You know? We like to extend this fet too far. I want to go back to the days where Carnival Tuesday have a last lap and people go home and that is it. It went from a last lap to a last lap party after the road. Now it's a last jam. Anyhow, let me start at the beginning. Eh? Because I'm here from Olay and see Olay in a long time. And I just want to wrap up my little fet season coverage until Olay or Carnival weekend went. Because I ain't talked to Olay since before Carnival weekend. So let me start the wrap up dinner. I just want to say about the early fets, right? <laughs> the early fets this year, and I get plenty of feedback from people in terms of which fets was good, what was up, what was down. One thing we show about that in the mother of all carnivals, the January fets was struggling a little bit. I think the January fets see a little bit of hard times. And this showing us something, right? This carnival, this closed mentality that we have about carnival where it had to be we and it's we thing and thing. We need people who come in, in this country for carnival to be successful, you know. <laughs> Commercially successful, that is, right? The event's not going to be as big. The road not going to be as full without people coming in. As with any good product you have, 
you had to be able to export it to the world if you really want a global product. Forgive me, my podcast and I'm starting to sound more and more like the classes are doing. And right now I'm doing a class on globalization. So my apologies up front. But I think kind of Trinidad and Tobago Carnival as a product is too good a global product for us to try to keep it tight like that and don't want to expose it. And January versus February or January versus those last two weeks before Carnival showing us something. We're all inclusive tickets and thing was selling outside of thing. I'm pretty sure when I went soaker the first one, I, f- I feel like plenty complimentary giveaway was here and fed canceling and bus fed and them kind of thing. But by the time you come down to the last weekend carnival, I do I, I do a little bit of fetting. I do a little bit of fetting. I was telling all about Fatima and different. Uh both of them could probably see me again next year. And after that, Carnival weekend is my week I really like to fit. Now I have to confess, right? I don't like fetting during the week too much. I just feel a little bit guilty. <laughs> so I had um beach house on my mind and farmhouse and these kind of fets. Carnival Friday was my birthday. Happy birthday to I. You know me, I know I had to too. Happy birthday to my daddy. I recording while it's his birthday. You know what I mean? It's February. February people. And just a common misconception, eh? Kitchener had a song called Carnival Baby, which Alison Hines remake, right? And I want always to stop calling people who born in February Carnival Babies. When you're born on a Carnival week or you're born Carnival Day or Carnival Fridays, your birthday is not a Carnival Baby. The song goes, you conceive in February, not you're born in February. <laughs> so you can add 9 or 10 to February and you will tell me which part you end up. Carnival baby is born in November. And thing. According to Scrunza, Carnival child and no father. <laughs> but it's November. Carnival babies is born in November. It is what your mother and your father, if he's still around, was doing in February in America, Carnival, baby, or during Carnival. And check back some of them who born in December too, you know, all of you born in December and thing. Check back to see if the Carnival was in March that year. You go find out if you was a Carnival, baby, or not. Your mother, your mother and father meet on the road, and they conceive you on the lot stop. But that week I stay home. I don't, I don't like the feeling of my whole team working and everybody out there, and I fetting. And I also don't like the idea of bouncing up people in a fet on them kind of thing who's supposed to be working. Let people duck work in peace. Like you can't go duck work and have people ducking in real life, right? So I stay out of that. Carnival Saturday, I was going brainwash. <laughs> but to tell you the truth, right? There's two partners of mine. Salute my boy, Colonel King, the great Jimmy, and many faces. That's my squad, right? Don't ask no questions about people's name, right? They tell my boy, Carnival Friday is your birthday, ain't doing nothing Carnival Friday. He say, all right, Carnival Friday is for Stacey. Saturday, we're going up in the brainwash. By that time, brainwash tickets is about 250 US. And I sit down on this thing for two years, maybe, saying that I'm never going back brainwash. But I just wanted to let it be known that I was here and prepared to go brainwash. But I do the thing that 40-year-old introverts do at times, right? I have everything ready to go. <laughs> but I stay home and I say, if they may call, me I call it. <laughs> Stacy, I'd class the morning from about 10 to 12 o'clock, whatever time the class was. And um, Stacy was working in Pinknick on the same day. I think that was an air committee fed. According to her, the fed was real good. Pinknick might be something I end up in at some point in time. So little boy, Andrew Lewis, I see a bunch of press, press men went out in Pinknick and have a time. This time I've been only following WhatsApp stories and Instagram stories to see what's going on. Eh? But I don't even want to be on WhatsApp too much for, 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 for Jimmy and many faces to see that are online to call me. But just like 40-year-olds themselves, neither of them I call. <laughs> I didn't think I talked to either of them since. And that was the best birthday gift I could have possibly get. There's some R&R on Carnival Saturday. And this is when you know you officially get old. This 
this whole episode of an old man theme running through it. Eh? So if you're young and you enjoy a carnival and you want a young people carnival wrap up, you're looking in the wrong place. The old man carnival wrap up. I got myself a good night rest carnival Saturday night. And I had tickets for both Soka Street Festival and Breakfast Is. Now at this point, Stacey Richum laid the night from um, Pink Nick, right? And she looked like she was doing a little more sipping than working. I feeling like I, I wonder if Adrian and them who responsible who on your committee. Is there anybody on your committee we know who could report that the staff is drinking all the profit in the fets? I don't know. But she come home a little bit nice. And me and my boy Jade, so my boy Jade was here taking a few sips. Jade, come and check me this Saturday carnival Saturday and take a few birthday sips right home here. Best birthday party ever. Where you could sit down in your own garage and drink your own little liquors. I like it a lot. And by the time I take them two little sips, now my, 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 my foot shaking, you know, my foot twitching, I feel like I could go somewhere, but I don't want to come up the road. I'll tell you, it's a big difference when you're living in St. James or you're born and grew up in St. James or anywhere in Tongo in the West, right, for carnival time. Because you feel a certain spirit, you know, they say spirit calling you. When you're in St. James, that spirit is calling you. But when you're in Shogunas, that spirit will be calling you. you know, the places be quiet and peaceful. You don't hear music trucking, hear no smoking and bunty blasting, no music or nothing. You ain't seen people dress up to go away. you in your house and you're good. So I was enjoying them little sip Saturday night, but then the bugs started to bite, man. I had to figure out now if to go Soka Street Festival or breakfast is, right? I've been to breakfast is in maybe three, four years and Soka Street Festival in just as long. And if there's anything this year, teach me. Next year for sure, I'm not going back the same list of fets again. I'm looking for different fets. Uh, I have different experiences. You see that meet back in the same fed, go in the same spot, drink the same things, tell the same jokes. That getting a little bit boring. So I miss Rise and Rose. I will definitely be there next year. That is that is one not to miss. But I ain't feel like going back so cool. Or this year I went different and fatty man breakfasts. I'll probably switch them up. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But Soka Street Festival seems to be one of the more coveted tickets for the carnival, right? And I salute my boy Sheppy, Bev, uh, Kyrie people, right? I could never get all Kyrie people name right, right? Sheppy and them, Kyrie people. Because I know I know what Breakfasts gives. And the fact that Breakfasts was in a different venue this year, it was calling me because I like the vibes and the venue change and thing. One of the things I didn't like about the stadium, I know people like the shade, right? Kyrie people like the shade of a breakfast party, which is good. Kai can take the sun. But what I didn't like is, as a man, when I go and fet, especially that carnival weekend, on my birthday weekend, I want to be bareback in front of the stage. And one of the issues with that venue is that when you're bareback in front of the stage, you are real far to walk and real people to go through to get by the bar to get a drink. And then you ain't sure to be able to fight to get back up in front of that stage when you get a drink. So it's been kind of sore for me. But this year they had it in the... Um, in the paddocks in the savannah, so I, was, I wanted to, to check that out. I wanted to see what, is, what, what happened there, what, what the new version of breakfast is looking like, bigger venue and everything. But I kind of want to go Soka Street Festival and see people wet down, and I was like that vibe. I'm frightened now because if I get bait down and get sick again, I can't make you money road. So I decided last minute that I'm going to sell my Soka tickets because I know that was sell easy. And I studying now how to tell my good partner Damien, who always organizes these tickets for me every year. Salute to Damien and Crystal from Graphic House. They's always organized my tickets something, and I'm trying to figure out now how to duck him without letting him know I'm ducking him. <laughs> so I went and sleep Saturday night and I wake up early, two o'clock breakfast party time, really to message Damien to say here what's going on. 
Um, let me come and check if uh, the, the ticket something because Stacy looking like she can't make, so I want to go down by the venue early <laughs> and that's so I could make sure I sell Stacy ticket. And then I was gonna sell the both tickets because I would have done put it on Facebook already and have somebody to buy them two tickets that have all the morning out to be good and stains and gyms from there. But much to my delight and surprise, when I call Damien, Damien say, Boy, you take so long to get back to me as if you come in on what I don't sell them tickets. Because Damien, like, he didn't realize I don't transfer the money time for the tickets. So that was perfect for me. <laughs> Which means Damien is sending me back my money and I out of the soaker. So I take our next five, and with that five, it was daytime. By the time I wake up, it was about 8 o'clock in the morning. So I hustle and dress. I ask Stacey if she wants to go still. She ain't going nowhere. Went up in breakfasts, and I'll tell you. Breakfast is, is still what it is, even though the venue changed. The vibes of our party, and this is what I was saying in the last episode about different. It's not just Kyrie people, the promoters. It's the actual Kyrie people that make these feds good. You see Kyrie people? Kyrie people coming out looking nice. They come into fet and have a good time. The sun was burning some people, but they do a little canopy thing, and people was under the shade for the most part. And... This carnival Sunday, the, 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 they had a little cloud cover that make the fet not too hot anyway. So if next year they probably put more cover because when the sun come out hot, it was a little fight for space under that canopy. I was fighting with people too. But I will say that it, it was it gives what it usually gives. It was short lines to get food, plenty food available. And remember, all these fet reviews I do and are doing while I reach real late to the fet at breakfast. This must start at 4 o'clock in the morning. I talk about 9 o'clock and thing I know reach. So I get food real easy. Again, drinks easy. Everything I was drinking it with vodka and soda. Fancy, right? But everything was available. The bar running smooth and running fast. So it had no complaints there. And uh, I understand voice came and performed, which I'm sorry I missed that. It means that I went through the whole carnival season, really, without seeing voice anywhere. I miss him in Fatima. I'm not sure if he was indifferent, but if he was, I miss him. And I miss him in... Uh... No, actually, I see him in the first soca. I see him in the first soca, but he performed like literally one song. But I missed that set. But by the time I came, uh, Roy Cape came on. And I will say that, again, when Roy Cape came on in breakfasts, you could feel the absence of blacks in the carnival. Blacks is a special kind of dude, right? Because blacks have a way of taking any type of event and making it into a memorable event. We are, there, there are few people who have a connection with the crowd that Blacks has, right? Blacks, when Blacks come on with Roy Cape, it's not no visiting the bar, it's not no liming by the food place. Blacks getting everybody to come up and fit. And when Blacks on a stage singing, you just feel like Blacks singing to you. And when he's talking and making a little joke, and you just feel like Blacks talking to you. He have a connection with a crowd that is real, real hard to match. And his, his absence was felt, you know what I mean? I mean, his presence was felt and his absence was felt. And you could you could see where breakfasts, especially as an event that was anchored by Blacks and Roy Cape, or the, the All-Stars, sorry, for many, many, many years. That was the first time I felt some sense of lack in breakfasts, when it, when it come out there and Blacks wasn't there. But what I will say is, you see that you they call College Boy Jesse? College Boy Jesse is a bad, bad, bad youth. And I'm sorry I don't know the woman name who performing with him because she's a star too. I, saw, I, I was asking her wrong her name, but by that time I into some vodka to her. So a few people will tell me the name I can't remember. But whoever is that other lady who's singing with, um, should I say lady? I'm making people sound old. But the woman who's singing with College Boy Jesse as the lead of all stars. She's a star because College Boy Jesse holding it. But it's so unfortunate because he being compared to blacks 
And you could, you, could, you could see people basically coming out and saying, boy, saying blacks, be careful, black shoes. I wonder if college boy Jesse sh- shouldn't wait. Let somebody else take that work first. <laughs> because it's almost like whoever come next after blacks go fail and then take the job after and, 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 and you know what I mean, go clear. But after seeing him in breakfasts, he's going to make that band his own. You know? He have his own special way of connecting with people. His way of delivering these songs is great. I think he's a genuine band performer because he could sing, he could perform. He, he his interaction with the with the artists we bring on, with the band itself, and with the crowd could only get stronger and stronger because he done starting at a good place already. So I want to salute College Boy Jesse, and I'm hoping that is something he stick with. And I'm only saying that because I come from an era of band fets, right? There's, there was a time where I wouldn't go any DJ fets. There was no way at one point in time I would be comparing soca to breakfasts when breakfasts have bands and soca have none. I never used to go no DJ fets. So look, my boy Pablo. When me and Pablo was fetting, we look at You need brass bands, right? I know that time has changed. That's another old man thing and a 40-year-old thing, but it's my money spending, right? I let me spend my old money on what I enjoy. But now the band thing fade away. Because when you think about it, for all the fets I went for the year, maybe two of the fets had bands. And now if you want to see a band, you probably had to go in an all-inclusive. And you're probably going to get the rundown with either be Kess, um, the All-Stars themselves, possibly Nyla and her band. I hadn't seen her for the season, but I know I saw her on Instagram performing. You may get Delina Dan, who's a staple and a fixture and always solid. Uh, what other bands are missing? Bungie has have his band. And Bungie band is... Bungie Band might be the premier band of the carnival now. Bungie Band is the best instruments, instrumentalist, like musicians, I should say. And they set real, real tight. They set in Fatima, was it, I saw them? It is tight and it is enjoyable. I'm looking forward to see what they come with next year. But you certainly need a band like All Stars and, and lead singers like College Boy Jesse and Malady. I'll call them Malady for now. But you need them because them is whole effect together. It's our superstars and things like Bungie and them who will come and, 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 and lift the thing. But you need people like them to, number one, do something that I hear people talking about all the time. But DJs need to be responsible for busting new songs and playing new songs. Let me tell you something. Plenty new songs that people complaining about falling by the wayside because they don't have enough bands. Bands is the ones who used to break new songs. For instance, when a band playing last and you had three, four bands in a fit, the early bands used to sing a lot more of the songs that are not the most popular songs in fits. And that is where songs used to break out and artists who might not be the biggest might get opportunity early in the fit to come on and to come on and play. So I'm glad to see All Stars there. I'm happy to see College Boy Jesse and Malady. I hope they hold it. I hope they keep it together. The vibes good with them. And, and, and we as people, right? As as the patrons, we had to give College Boy Jesse a chance. That girl is a star, right? Because once College Boy Jesse singing and then she come on, she lifting up the crowd more than College Boy Jesse because she's vibes and she little saucy to her. She has sauciness, you know what I mean? But she loud and she she bad. But we need to get College Boy Jesse a chance because College Boy Jesse is a genuine lead singer in our band. And he's going to do great. So he carried the fit. And I was glad that he had a song that he could pull from because he's singing people's song, eh? which is nice to see in band still. But when he pulled for, I was feeling it, and I got it to pick on the junction. Hey, baby girl, in the mind, and they push back. I'm sorry he didn't bring out Young Brother, but I, 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 maybe I'm glad in a way because all the thing people was playing in breakfasts where they're watching College Boy Jesse in their eye. I could see it in their eye. They're watching him and they're wishing it was blacks. When he started to sing that, I see young and old, big and small, short and tall, and you know, breakfast, uh, okay, blah, 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 blah
everybody started to move. And from that moment, he had them. And it's maybe something they could adjust in the set so that he, he kind of teased that song a little earlier. So you get them moving and then go into your songs where you cover versions and them kind of thing. But salute college boy Jesse. I appreciate that and I read that. I also rate breakfasts and Kyrie people. Because no matter if a man have a hit or not, their cast is about heavy hitters. And let me tell you something. When Farmer come on, salute to Farmer because one of the first things Farmer do is acknowledge College Boy Jesse and said that black shoes impossible to fill and work with College Boy Jesse. Telling you, you know, Farmer have a gangster way, he's gangster the crowd. All you ever notice Farmer don't smile at all when he performing. When he Farmer, why is Farmer so upset? Farmer is singing the happiest set of music ever. But Farmer is be looking very, very angry. Farmer, why are you upset with the people you're performing for? You don't like us? We like you, you know, Farmer. We love you. Smile with me and tell me something nice. Some of farmer come on gangster people and tell them all oh, you don't play like all the thing you know because college boy Jesse filling out some very big shoes here and he, I said but farmer why is farmer upset it's kind of a Sunday but farmer being the veteran he is pick up that feta next level when farmer come on the stage people was fetting fetting it was it was over for any little the venue bigger and the thing this and it's not the stadium and the shit no shade and all that was done when farmer come on the stage so salute to carry people for always bringing the heavy hitters in the mix. And then, the great, our Lord and Savior, what a Lord and Savior, Iowa George. <laughs> when you hear George come out, George come out, I see rain start to fall during farmer, nobody move. And uh, listen, I don't understand, who is leaving home to come and fight with Umbrella? Why do you have Umbrella? I never see so much Umbrella in a fight. Like, you leave home to come and fight with Umbrella? The thing really changed now, and the thing changed. From from Bungie when the power fed had a power pill. You can imagine big fed back in the day having a many people come with their umbrella and thing and they have up their umbrella with farmer. When farmer performing. When the rain started to fall. And as the as farmer finished, George run out and the rain falling and the <laughs> jump up in the water and the rain falling. Listen. I would just destroy that fed. Take it to the next level. Everybody fetting now. It and nobody looking for shelter. When the water lord and savior come out. So salute to breakfasts again, just like different. One of the best fets I went for the season. All ages, all stages and thing. And I'm feeling like breakfasts is more my speed than fets like soca and them. Honorable mention as I talk about old people fet. A fet that I didn't go called Bayview, right? Everybody who is 40 and over. And everybody who have jobs above a certain level. You know when you're going in, in, in companies that have um you have supervisory, then you have middle management, then you have... Ma- you see senior managers and C-suites and business owners and influencers and tastemakers. Apparently, Bayview is the FET. That's kind of all Friday. But I just frightened to go FET during the week, but I realized I could probably go there. So next year, I will be finding myself in Bayview. Because every client that we have... <laughs> The CEOs, the general managers, the marketing managers, they say all of them just go baby. So I go in baby with the hope that uh, I not to worry about who see me in the fet. I fetting among all the clients, all they fetting too, and I drunk, all they drunk, all they were getting done, everybody smooth, everybody happy, and we good. And hopefully I could get some more business when I go baby. But I'm looking for, um, you know, farmers say big people party. I um I think at the, at the agent stage now, it's time for me to look for more and more big people party. I, I, I'm not sure that I could take these young boy fets anymore. It's just taking a toll. Coming over from Soka, sick and all these things. But yeah, that was, that was my fet season. I hope I'll enjoy the fet season too. I didn't really do too much of the all-inclusives. I was talking to Jade Self about Lime. Maybe I might find myself in Lime sometime, but 
I used to go Lara all the time as my ultra premium, spend some money on your clothes and spend some money on the tickets and go and play 1% for a little while. You know, they say dress for the job you want. I used to go Lara and play a 1% as, 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 as I aspire to be one. But I find it, it turned out to be not too much of a fit anymore. But I was talking to Jade and they're trying to convince me that lime does be like a fit. And I like the little things I see from Instagram with lime. You know, a hand coming through a wall and hand your champagne and thing. And I, I like what them thing is, look, I don't really drink champagne, but I want to go to see them thing and maybe carry the wife and have an ultra premium experience and play 1% and thing. So let, let me see what next year kind of I'll bring. But... I can tell you that I'm happy to be able to do this uh, during the carnival season. It is one of the main reasons I started the podcast, to be able to talk about what is happening in the carnival season and talk about the culture and the music and everything involved in it during carnival. I also want to tell you that I feel miserably because once I start fetting, I think it is very hard to put out episodes. <laughs> Apparently, vodka is taking long to come out of your system. But let me, let me take a minute to, to, to salute some of the winners before I talk about what happened on the road, right? Let me talk about some of the winners in this year carnival and what it is we was able to see. Uh, first and foremost, the king of the carnival, the monarch, the merry monarch this year, belongs to Tazia O'Connor. And here now is something I feel good about, and I feel good about that personally, because number one, Dwayne O'Connor went Newton Boys, you know what I mean? And we typically present Trinidad and Tobago with the best, despite... All these schools, I will tell you how great they are and so on. The reality is that Newton boys tend to... The nation built on the back of places like Newton and Fatima and Tranquil, right? Ask me why. But I was glad Tazio O'Connor win because now we have for the first time a father and son monarch. First time ever. Apparently, they say from the semifinals, history was made. It's the first time we have somebody who is in the final and the father had... In the semifinal and the father had won a monarch before. And then he went on even further to capture the crown. Now, I want to get a part of this song here because I think it was a real good song. I want to salute to everybody who was involved in the competition. There are a lot of nation-building songs were there. Uh, special mention to Maria Bola, who had one of the more popular songs going in. I thought, I thought, I thought Watson and them get she enough momentum to go ahead and take the crown. Uh, Helen Francis was good. Chucky is, is always good. So... Calypso, you see the idea again of Calypso dying and them kind of things is terms that I like to be a little careful with, given the fact that you have very young people who enter and very young people who win, and they have a clear matriculation system because I believe they say four of the four of the contestants that night came through the schools, the junior monarch competition, and came all the way up and uh, honing their craft from from as young as then to now. So the future seems to me to be in good hands when you look at it. This is more about why this is an old age episode, you know, because just like me, you see like how I in human and I enjoy myself. I feel I have a few more years in human left, but after that is, is a Ronnie and Caro kind of scene, and you know, I'm starting to look for old band and I'm looking for old fet. I feel like some of the same things are happening in our art forms too. Not that the pe- people are retire like me. But they had to find older versions of what they used to do to make more space for younger people to come and fill up the spot. Don't let it be four people. Let it be all of them. Because younger people is attract younger crowds. You see, when they, like, this is what, something I also learn in humor. When you're young, right? <laughs> it's attract young birds. When you see old, it's attract old birds. And old birds and old. But anyway. Tazio O'Connor. Let me jump in and take in a little piece of his song because the man building a nation building song that I think real meaningful. And I want to take a slice. 
You must cry. Till I'm a lad, I did. Run, but I did, I did. I hear to celebrate this twin island with a glorious chant worthy of all our praises. You toil and you toil, take care of we while drilling oil. Also teaching we to put some seeds in this soil. You took we from the horizon, the plantation. They tell we with confidence that we could fill we own nation. They say things are going to be hard, you know. And we ain't going to make it just so But true hard work and dedication We are all going to benefit If we vision we all embrace it With each one helping another one So let we all stand up for this nation Let we stand up in tribulation Hooray, hooray Come let we sing hallelujah We are proceeding, look we made it even in times when they say we would quit Hooray, hooray Come Larry, sing hallelujah So I say if you love your country then show it If you are proud, stand up and let them know it Hallelujah I say you are so worthy Blessings Almighty From him they will start to pour TNT We love you forevermore TNT Girl you're greater now than before You I congratulate for you always demonstrate your strength, courage, and dignity. Over the years, so industrious, people driven and people focused. Sacrifices, she would make them all for us. There were so many differences Trinbago had to deal with Look races, religions, creed and class Look how we embrace it And though different we are, yes, you and I Cause we don't always see eye to eye But that aside, the sky should be your limit And if I work with you and you work with me Nelson say all our ways one family We could shake, shake, shake But we would never break so let we all stand up for this nation, let we stand up in jubilation. Hooray, hooray, come let we sing hallelujah. Anywhere in the world we go on vacation, a Trini accent cannot be mistaken. Hooray, hooray, come let we sing hallelujah. So I say if you love your country, then show it, look up proud. So I sing until let you know it. Hallelujah. I say you are so worthy. Blessings Almighty. From him they will start to pour. T and T, we love you forevermore. T and T, girl you're greater now than before. Don't be, don't be, don't be day. Bamba day, till I'm day. Never hesitate to reiterate that we're a people blessed with a special mix. I got above the rest, and simply there is no contest. 
that on any day we could stand toe to toe with the best. With education, sports and culture, man, you name it. Look, science, technology, beauty and all, we have it. And for a nation that is as small as we, ambition flows abundant. So if we know, in the business, there's no profit. So it helps, hell high, we could stand and boast. Raise our glasses and take a toast. Though we dismayed, we have plenty more, plenty more on the way. So let we all stand up for this nation. Let we stand up in tribulation. Hooray, hooray, come Larry, sing hallelujah. No one should ever feel he's neglected. Cause as one nation, we're connected. Hooray, hooray, come Larry, sing hallelujah. So I say, if you love your country, let's show it. Look up proud. So I dance in to let you know it. Hallelujah. I say you are so worthy, blessings all from him they will start to pour. T and T, we love you forevermore. T and T, girl you're greater now than before. Won't be, don't be, don't be there. Won't be doing, till I've had a day. So this year we commemorate. Cause two years now, look, we hold in faith. 2023 is the mother of carnival. COVID shut, we dung. But look, how we still going strong with a tradition that has been around for so long. Kaizo Maspan and Soka, now is the time to claim it. Is we own, so we have to embrace it. We don't want nobody push you we aside for we culture we must have national pride because one day somebody might want to take it so with arms open why just sing it loud of t and t we are very proud culture yet to stay so sing the chorus and dance with me yes so let we all stand up for this nation let we stand up in tribulation hooray, hooray. come let we sing hallelujah it's from the front lands they had brought us, but it's we culture that had taught us. Hooray, hooray. Come, Larry, sing hallelujah. So I say, if you love your country, then show it. If you are proud, sing it to let them know it. Hallelujah. I say, you are so worthy. Blessings Almighty from Him, they will start a poor. T and T, we love you forevermore. Oh, yes. T and T, girl, you're greater now than before. So let we all stand up for this nation. Let we stand up in jubilation. Hooray, hooray. Come, let we sing hallelujah. Anywhere in the world we go on vacation. A treaty accent cannot be mistaken. Hooray, hooray. Come, let we sing hallelujah. So I say, if you love your country, then show it. If you are proud, stand up and let them know it. Hallelujah. I say, you are so worthy. Blessings Almighty. From him, they will start to pour. T and T, girl, we love you forevermore. T and T, girl, you're greater now than before. Salute to Tazia O'Connor. Father and son, anything. It can't be that. 
And if you um if you ever get time, go and check out the performance. It's on it's online, it's available to see because on presentation, I know that he would have been the results were a little close, right? It was tight, and the People's Choice Award went to uh Karen Williams. Karen Williams Figaro, tiny. Who uh just just get edges and she won the Ten thousand dollars People Choice Award. So salute, salute her as well. So the competition, Steph, third was Karen Ashe. Let me go through all of Roger Gordon, the great Chucky, was the Martin. Martin came fourth. Tamika Darius, Jahaji Bash, Terry Lyons come sixth. Defending champion, salute to Terry Lyons, reigning monarch. Uh, came sixth with house cleaning. Ezekiel York seven. Maria Bola, the people man come about eight. <laughs> Biggest song in Skinner Park. Uh, Helen Francis as well had a real good song, came ninth. Snakey came 10th. Snakey seemed to get a lot of licks on this weekend. And something we used to have a lot of fun doing back in the day, right? If you remember, is watching the, mon- <laughs> watching the Monarch results to find out who come last. And that was the great Mark Eastman. <laughs> when you come last in the Monarch long time, you didn't used to be forget- forgotten, you know. I'll never forget watching Calypso Monarch. Must be sometime in the 80s and Delamo come last. Boy, we met we laugh when Delamo come last. And I want to I want to say the song was Akea Wine. I can't remember. But back in the day, the last was preserved or, or reserved for the person who sings soca, who sings the jump up song and lively up the place. Dead last because you know lyrical content and your presentation might be weak or whatever it might be. But again, salute to Dwayne O'Connor. Uh, sorry, Tazia O'Connor on his Sing Hallelujah song. I think it's a great nation-building song. Again, I'm going back to the point I was making about Maria Bola making a great song, right? And it's something that I feel we had to focus on some more in Calypso. Because to me, the monarch remains the monarch. And the reason I started with the Calypso monarch, they had competitions that came before that and competitions that came after that. But traditionally in our culture and our history, the merry monarch is the one who reigns over the carnival. And that is something we mustn't forget. Because I think it's an important part of what used to, the tradition that used to happen uh, back in the day in terms of how the carnival started. Because you, you, your carnival didn't start until a merry monarch was crowned and he would be seen as the person, or he or she would be seen as the person who looks over the carnival. So in, in as part of the tradition and the, 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 the mass and the fantasy that mass is, the, the, the way the thing really should work is that you have a king or a queen that is crowned and all of us are his or her subjects that go out on the road and enjoy the time that we have. So typically your, your, your monarch and the king and queen of carnival would be the ones who looking over us, a kind of, a kind of trilogy, you know what I mean? The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit of the carnival and they look over us as we get out on the streets and celebrate our freedom. I think it's an important part of the carnival and I want to acknowledge young 20-year-old Tazio O'Connor as being the person who was able to look over us and all the debauchery that we had on the road and so on. We had a, we, we, we had a great time. A, a big part of what used to be the Marsh Granite as well was... Um, the extempo competition. So we used to have the king and queen of the carnival crowned as the costumes. And I think it's important. They, they toy with it a few times over the years, right? Because if you remember, all those things used to be one show, right? Uh, they used to have the... Think how long this show used to be. They used to have uh, two songs for the Calypso Monarch competition. And... So if everybody sing the first song, they have an intermission and then the second song. And during the intermission, they used to have the 
uh, individual costumes come up and do their parade and get judged to see who would be the king and queen of carnival. And if I know, somebody had to remind me of this, no, but if I'm not mistaken, Extempo used to be that same night. Like, them people used to be in the Savannah from Sunday morning till Sunday night. Or, and then somewhere around 1, 2 o'clock, when a winner is chosen as the Merry Monarch, that person declares the juve as open, or the commissioner of police could declare the juve as open once a merry monarch is crowned. That's the days of juve starting two o'clock and thing. That is four o'clock juve, where as you start juve, the sun doesn't start to rise already. If you oversleep, your whole juve is in the daytime. That 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 was the case. Juve used to be, and I I feel that is one of the reasons why juve music people complain that the juve music playing the same music as Carnival Monday and Tuesday, and I think it's because it's short. If it was starting 2 o'clock before, we'll go back to slower music because that was a long haul from 2 to 10 is a longer time on your road than if you're just going from 4 till 10 o'clock or 4 till sunrise. Uh, they, they, will, they will eventually play the most popular popular songs uh, on the road. Uh, just as, as mentioned as well, King of Carnival 2023 Raymond Mark and the Queen of Carnival 2023 Priya Nagasa. Salute to both of them on winning their King and Queen of Carnival. So we have officially... A monarch in place and a king and queen of carnival in terms of their portrayal. Salute to them. I'm going back to when they had the extempo competition. I want to say that was Saturday night. And salute to my boy Ronald because I would have missed this completely. And my little family group chat too. All my aunties and uncles and my father and them, everybody was in group chat livid. <laughs> because the extempo competition took a new form this year. And that's what Ronald messaged me to tell me about. He said, boy, if I watch an extempo, I say, nah, extempo going on. When I check it out, I see what they call a freestyle competition. And the first thing when Ronald told me that thing, I was like, stupid, what is this? Because they're playing a, a music track behind them and they, they I guess it's freestyle, but the, the, the music track that they're singing on and the way they're delivering the thing, songing pretty sterile to me and pretty boring. But as I, I look on, I start understanding the concept because the people who were involved in this competition was not just younger people, but it was more geared and targeted towards younger people. In other words, not me. <laughs> Outside the target group, as you old man here. I like the art and the craft that is extempo. I like the extempo rhythm and the tradition that it brings, as well as the fact that you are, when you compete in extempo, you're not just competing against the people who you're faced with on the stage, or it's not that one-on-one battle. You're also competing with everybody who came in extempo before you and everybody who can extempo because, because it's standard and everybody's done it over time. It's like test cricket. You, you, you're going out there to play test cricket. Yes, you're playing against a team that you come to play against, but you're also playing against everybody who's played test cricket before because they have several records, several things that have never been done before in the game. And you could, like, Sobers hit six sixes, or Lara make 375, you make 400. They have several records that could be there. And I feel like Extempo is one of those things and a tradition that should be there. So I was happy after Stoops when I saw that the regular Extempo was also going on because at first I thought they replaced the Extempo with this. But I like the idea of the freestyle. I find the freestyle very bad with the game men. It's, it's not so much about the topic. It's to get them to battle one another. Which used to be a big part of Extempo. Eh? If you remember the early days of the Extempo competition. They used to sing against one another. It was no topic from no heart. And everybody sing about something. And you choose where's the better verse. It used to be who could this, who more. Which young people always like. Who don't like a little clash, you know what I mean? <laughs> but... Just warning to the people who are organizing these freestyle competition. If you keep doing this in one another, it will end up it'll end up right where extempo end up. Because in extempo, 
How many times you call a man ugly and tell a girl she fat and then, 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 and Lady Africa come and say gypsy can stand up and how much times you could and somebody say lingo say he can see how you're ugly even though he's blind. Eventually the insults and the back and forth is get a little bit boring and sterile, right? It 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 is it's not enjoyable anymore. So they took the things to another level in next tempo when they gave them topics to sing about because it showed your genuine ability to extempo. Okay, you don't know where you're gonna come to sing about next in a uh, other than being able to go out there and plan for everybody. For instance, you know, you know the um the people in, in the extempo competition, uh, this year was Elisa Ray, Lingo, uh Dion El- Dion Diaz, Black Sage, and so on, Island Manswell, um Gypsy, Snakey, I think it was, and um Brian London. So when 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 you look at um when you look at the people who who who, who Sorry, Myron B, not 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 sneaky. When you look at the people who there, you could then make up insults about them. Gypsy about Jerry Cole, now you go on ball, the NCC do thing, and the T for the steal from the North Standard to London sing about it. You, you could plan that, but when they give you a topic on spot, now we see in who's genuine next tempo people, and that is where Gypsy starts to separate himself from the packet because Gypsy is the king. <laughs> he is hard to defeat when it comes to them kind of thing. You hand Gypsy a topic. And he well informed about the topic. And he, he I, I remember um, Brown Boy and Hezekiah telling me about this. They say, boy, one of the things Gypsy is beating with is not just ability to extempo, is that he's very informed and he up to date. So sometimes they hand you a topic and you don't know nothing about this. And Gypsy getting into a certain amount of depth in what is a eight or, or ten line song. And, 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 and have you lost and making it look bad, you know what I mean? And that's why he beat people over the years. So just a word of warning to the people who doing the freestyle competition which i hope they continue and hope to find ways to encourage younger people to come more and more in that if you leave it about dissing people every year everybody will tell pretty hips big <laughs> so salute to myron b who's the eventual winner of the competition salute to pretty to become pretty do good pretty beat out um that song good i want to say pretty beat out snakey that song good pretty one against his wrong against snakey <laughs> and he eventually meet myron b in the end but I think Myron, both of them do real good to stay on the rhythm and continue consistently come up with line after line. And you could tell that singing from the top, right? And I like how pretty change up the style and then just deliver the line. The rhythm was causing them to be able to do very limited things with the cadence or the lines. And pretty was able to work around that. As you say, he could genuinely sing and he he do some different flows, whereas Myron B stick to basically one flow, but oh, go on. <laughs> he was stinging. <laughs> he was hitting hard. It, 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 pretty, I don't know, outfit there. I had to say outfit, man, the way outfit there, but pretty, I don't know, outfit. <laughs> and Myron B attacked the man outfit. He attacked the singing. He attacked the fact that pretty had hips. And he, it's this thing that everybody just be thinking and nobody didn't say. And then you sit down on a stage. And then he was able to respectfully realize pretty dead to any care come back and just use the freestyle to celebrate the fact that he done win the crown already. And what I was really glad to hear, I couldn't see based on the, the coverage from TTT, I believe it was. I couldn't see what the crowd looked like, but I can tell you from the crowd response that they seem to have a decent little crowd there who come out to hear this. And I think that that is what's needed. So when people tell them about thing dead and the culture dead and them kind of thing, these things very, very active and people follow it. I even saw when I went to work, I don't want to say Ash Wednesday morning. That would be a lie. Whenever the next time I was having to work after after um, after carnival, I heard Blaze and Miles talking about it and callers coming in. Blaze and Miles play 
what Myron B had to say about pretty. They actually play pieces of the whole verse and people call in and them kind of things. When last you hear on urban radio or radio that is targeted to younger people, right? When last you hear somebody calling about the extempo competition and say, oh God, the extempo was bad, it's your gypsy. That does not happen. So I would say for the people who organize this um this freestyle competition, mission accomplished because you're clearly opening up your target group to younger and younger people or different audiences at least, right? So salute to them. I hope that that continue. I have one suggestion for them, right? One suggestion I have for you. Rather than play that sterile track that's only playing in the back there, which it sounds like a band playing it, right? So they could play it for... Uh, was it a band or was it a DJ? Because the track wasn't running out, so I assume it's a band, right? But if it wasn't a band, my suggestion would be play. You let a band play. And they have several very big songs for Carnival, right? So let me use my example. The biggest song for Carnival was Engine Room, right? It might be possible for you to take a rhythm like that, that already popular and people like a lot, and use those for the one-on-one battles. So if you tell you come out and you tell them, listen, we have 10 battles here, so, uh, so nine early rounds and then a final. And what we will be doing is taking the biggest rhythms for the carnival and giving you that. You're not going to know which rhythm it's on. So let me assume you take Engine Room as one. You take Bungie Hard Fet as the next one. You take Nylon Skinny as the next one. You take Ding Dong. So whatever's the biggest songs to the car, you tell them, listen, we choose in 10 random rhythms, 10 of the biggest, and that is where you are the freestyle. And then we'll see the real talent and ability of these artists. You might even find that somebody come in the anything and their own rhythm play, which could be an advantage for somebody, but it could be a huge disadvantage too, because you stuck, if you imagine Ola joined this competition and they play engine room, and he's stuck in his same verse and his same style, and then pretty come with something completely different on a different floor and give back that song a kind of life. I feel like that will even that will encourage younger people or bigger audiences because of the familiarity they will have with the things that play. And they could vibe to it, whether the artist is doing good or not, or they, 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 they fail and they fumble, or they're doing great and they sit on the rhythm right. They could do it. And you don't want to take the whole song. You could take an element of the rhythm so that there's a certain amount of familiarity that could bring not just the... Uh, the seated audience or the live audience, but it could also be something that people would want to tune into and see and wouldn't want to miss. I think it's a good suggestion. And you have the you have the um the tradition, which is the ex tempo running right alongside this one the same night. But so salute to them. Great initiative. I like it a lot. Salute to Myron B. Myron B. Yeah, lyrics like that. I, I don't like it. You know what I mean? Uh, so for, uh, salute to everybody else who came in like um uh Fireball, Snakey. Uh, Rayon Bernardo, Clint Davis, and Shakir here with Saki. Everybody who was in there, I like it. Salute the great Brian London. <laughs> Brian London is on a hat trick of wins where Extempo is concerned. And anytime you ask me who is the Extempo king, or anybody asks who's the Extempo king, according to our age group, it's like Jordan and LeBron, right? People of a certain era will tell you it's pretender. And then of another era, they will tell you it's gypsy. So like back in the day, we used to argue with the older... I remember Chanamon. We used to look instructor in the gym back in the day. We used to argue all the time about who better between Magic Jordan, Magic Johnson and Jordan. And 
Chandler used to say, boy, Jordan could never do a magic do. Jordan lost for the first 10 years of his career, this and that. And, you know? and now when you watch youths now, them telling you LeBron is the greatest and we watching them like they're crazy. I see my boy, salute my boy Jared Gray, right? I see Gray post something today that I read like, Gray say, he posts a picture of somebody in a basketball uniform. <laughs> and he's the person is with a headband on his head, swimming in the uniform. The pants big, the jewel, everything big. And he's saying that when people in their 40s, talking about young people and their style and all them kind of thing, and they looking like this and all they looking ridiculous and they don't know why it's swag and thing. They must remember that we, this is how we used to dress when we were young. I think it's such an instructive thing, Gray poster. <laughs> I, I, I was telling Gray anything. It don't matter if it's clothes, it don't matter if it's the music we listen to, the food we see, the places we slime, the, thing, the things we do, it don't matter. When you're old, just remember you're old, right? Your, your time has passed. Leave these youths. Let them enjoy what they enjoy. And you cannot compare eras. Comparing eras is a waste of time. I used to go, my, 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 according to Bungie, my hard fets on them. I used to have a good time, but I also enjoying these fets that here now. I just enjoying the time for when it, when it is. Because if you spend your whole 40s arguing with youths about what should be better and how they should dress and all them kind of things, you go miss making your own memories in your 40s. And then when you reach your 60s, you're going to still be watching back at your 20s. I want to make memories now so I can watch every era in my life and watch how I was a damn fool through every era. I, I hope so. Every time I, would, I look back at myself, I must see as a fool. But it's the, that what happened in the next tempo now seeming to be that there's a passing over. Just like how people are arguing for LeBron now. Anybody who follow the next tempo now will go tell you that Brand London is the greatest of all time. Three straight ain't easy to do. I mean, Gypsy win multiple times, but if you watch the Extempo final, Brian London comfortably owned Gypsy. From the first verse, Gypsy first verse was crispy. He basically tell him, you're taking too long to come on stage, you're only studying outfit change, and outfit change don't win Kaiso. And people laugh out, everybody, you know what I mean? You hear the response. But to tell you the truth, Brian London destroyed our verse and said, boy, I beat you with clothes without clothes. I don't beat you coming. And I think it was downhill from there with Gypsy. Brian London versus was better. It was wittier. It was punchier. So in this case, uh, Brian London was Myron B. And unfortunately, Gypsy was pretty. Gypsy might as well have hips out there because, boy, Brian London beat him coming and going. So salute to Brian London. Three times straight, hard to achieve. Big names in the final two, you know, it's not, it's not no small people he beat. As I'd call the names before, his experienced seasonal campaigners that he beat. So I'm glad to see Brian London come out there and do do it to them, you know what I mean? That was good. Well, yeah, I see in here actually that this is, if this published on Friday, February 17th, this was probably on the 16th. This was probably kind of all Thursday this competition was. So I'm glad to see that there's a certain passing of the torch, a handing over the guard, you know what I mean? Time for Gypsy, not to retire necessarily, but to... Move from Yuma to Ronnie and Caro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Make some space for some people to come in. They let them earn their craft and them kind of thing. Or, or, or hone their craft, I should say. And move forward. All right. Oh, who else win? <laughs> who else win for the carnival? Do I, do I have to do this? Do I have to eat back all my words that I said? Do I have to eat back my words from the wordiest man in the history of carnival? <laughs> Entry of the century. Braga! Yo! 
I'm not going no small fret. Let me extend my apologies. Only big fret with big flag going overhead like canopy. Rag in me back pocket with a white vest, sneakers, and wallabies. Knife tips and tight pants. I never really rate none of these. I come from brass festival volume from customs and from flower mills. Boss a fed fire fet and licensing fet and them had a power pill. Everybody gunners and groovy bungee all you pushing power still. If it's me, you don't leave me with power on a hill. I ain't come here for no stand up. But again, I mean, Engine Room will be the biggest song for me for the year because I'm old. But I could tell you that the response to Bungie on the road. Remember I was talking last week about natural road matches? This song did not be about no stage, it did not be about nothing. The way people was responding to this on the road, I didn't hear it often. Eh? Salute to the people who was DJing in humor, but I didn't hear it over and over. There was bad. And you see this verse? All I know is pace, feathers rough like sea. Going out all night, no go home before three. When one fed done, we start a soak a spray. So it go it way, it way. You know, ask why we no question mark, we take one with apostrophes. Get girl with more lyrical content than Socrates. She could have shaped like a triangle with a cosine of isosceles. Any other thing different, well, that is blasphemy. Why? I come here for no stand up. Hey, hey, hey. I come to party with my hand up. Hey, hey, hey. So, all soccer people, we're two one in the year. Let me tell you something. When that two one in the year go up, the air automatically all masqueraders. And I was wondering, how come they didn't do a road mix that just say all masqueraders do this? Show me, show. I thought that would be the obvious thing to do. But that was no, if they did that, I ain't hear it. And it, that was no, I was playing on the road. The original song was good enough. It carry everybody. Salute to Nyla and Skinny because I find that that is a great song when I first hear it. I know, and that song will last forever. Uh, people people know it. People love it. The, the combination of a man and a woman singing it, I think, adds something to it too. And two people who could sing, sing. But when we reach Soka Drum on Monday and they play nylon skinny first and i see the reaction to nylon skinny i tell myself like bungee care win boy because the reaction was big but somewhere as soon as they go and start across the stage they play that bungee and it was over at that point in time you realize it was gone so salute to them i'm glad that i'm glad that bungee win i like it that bungee win a road match on his own too i was saying last week that bungee didn't win one but i forget that he had him and marshall and skinny fabulous so was family but this is a and family force like hell if you ask me to. This ain't no force road match. Now this is it. If the mafia tried to squeeze him out, they couldn't squeeze him out. <laughs> the mafia, the mafia had to take a little L this year. Nothing without controversy, right? Because carnival is bacchanal and bacchanal is carnival. And uh, I see that Wiley man win and salute him again. When Tuko power the it is Tuko NCC or whoever it is power the road match results. Up comes Fian. <laughs> As a road match winner. And apparently this is Fian's fourth road match title. So salute to Fian on her fourth road match win. Now I'll say this. Me never hear no Fian in that song. Me never know Fian write that song. I see all kind of people early in the year talking about Fian on the stage with his song. And they want to see Bungie perform alone. Well, no, I don't know why Fian was on the stage. Because it's Fian's song too. You understand? I tell myself Bungie win a road match by himself. He still never win a road match by himself. <laughs> and the place was in an uproar. Funny enough, when I saw the results published, I also saw only Nyla Blackman listed on the um the what is what is what is the name of the song? I've been waiting. Me you know the name of the song. I only saw her name listed on it, which I found was odd too. But I kind of assumed that because Skinny Fabulous is a foreigner, 
his name must be couldn't be there or something. But I don't know. You only know how I feel about that, right? I find anybody should be every single prize we have in this country, everybody should be able to enter. Imagine a, 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 a somebody from Norway is the king of carnival. I like that, you know. I find that is what we need. We need, we need, we need genuine competition, and we need people to come here and get bad licks from the people who is the originators too. And we need every now and again for somebody to rise up and take a crown to make sure they stay sharp down here. So we don't have no calypso monarch with twelve competitors and nine boring, boring rhythm and boring, boring song. They should not be able to make the final. Let somebody else who have a good song come and sing wherever in the world is. Then you'll see how great we is. And then you'll see genuine tourists coming. I watch any people on the road and I realize that as a child watching Carnival, you used to see a lot of tourists. No, to be honest, I'm really judging tourists from white people. <laughs> you used to see a lot of white-skinnedness. No, it's no white people coming here for carnival. None. It's no more white people. They're not on we. Me and the crime advisory. I feel it's the boringness. The road too long. The, 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 the route too brutal. The sun too hot. I don't know where it is, but we certainly don't have as much tourists. I think what we have is diaspora. Foreigners who live abroad and think coming back, but we're not attracting tourists. One of the ways to continue to attract tourists is make the thing open. But anyway, I'll be that hostel at dead. No skinny fabulous on the list, and Fian added to the thing, and people started to go in about how thing and Fian too pushy and she this and she. Well, boy, Bungie get hot. <laughs> All you went and get Bungie Gallet hot. All you know, the man don't like people talk about your wife. Eh? The man ain't responding to no whole set of people on Twitter when they're saying anything about you. But as as any man would, to be fair, you could say a lot of things about me. But if, if you're bad, talk my wife, I'll feel a little embarrassed. I'll feel away. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like that. You know what I mean? I'll, uh, I'll probably have to respond to that. So Bungie came out and responded. And let it be known that nobody's to say anything <laughs> about his wife. It was, a, it was a fitting response if you ask me, right? Because um, when people, you, you, sometimes you start to put on your foot and let people know where to stop. I was saying on a few episodes ago that this young generation here who trying to eliminate hard slap, <laughs> for lack of a better term, right? It's not a good thing, you know. You, mu- you must know that when you say certain things to a man, there could be consequences and repercussions. You mustn't be able to walk up to a man and tell a man, your mother this and that, and just feel like if because we get so over-civilized, <laughs> that you can't get, you can't be seeing the sky when you say things like that, or you can't wake up a few minutes later wondering what happened when you say things. The threat of that might still be there. I'm not condoning violence, but you must know that you can't say things like that. So according to Bungie, it's from the Sunday Express, right? Bungie said, "Don't lose your place and complain for me." This is by, I'm sure, Michael Mondesi. It's as as expected. Salute, Michael Mondesi. I make it my own thing. The king of the carnival journalist. That my that my monarch too. He's a winner. The article goes on to say there was a fiery response from the 2023 Visit Road March, Visit Trinidad Road March winner Bungie Garland, following a social media outcry over his wife and now four-time Road March winner Fian Lyons Alvarez. Alvarez's inclusion in the official credits for the title grabber, hard fit. Hundreds of soccer fans took to their personal accounts on Ash Wednesday to question Lyons Al- Alvarez's name appearing next to Bungie Garland as the winner of the coveted title, asking if she co-wrote or sung background on the track. Garland clarified yesterday, yes, she wrote with me and also did vocals on the track. Going to going on to question whether there would be any similar outcry if he had put a producer name in the credits instead. I think that was a very good point. 
because I remember this. I don't know if people just forget these things, right? I remember when Jumbi win kind of, which was another natural road match. Jumbi didn't need no pushing. One of the biggest road match they ever had, right? When Jumbi won road match, you all don't remember them interviewing Colonel Roberts on the road and congratulating him for winning road match. As you, re- I didn't, I didn't understand this before, you know. Well, you don't remember Denise Plummer singing a song after winning the Calypso Monarch about Kurt Allen being a road match uh, Calypso Monarch winner when she sang, I want to say it's not even now, I hope I have that right. And she sang in the, in the Monarch competition the year after singing, saying it's the most expensive song she's ever written because she had to split. She had to sell it and split the money. I believe it was Kurt Allen who wrote the song. Only don't remember Colonel Roberts being the person credited with the road match for Palance. And he tells you he win X amount of road match before he will tell you, listen, I have five road match. Just like my father, there was a point in time where he was starting to, well, at least head towards where his father was as a multiple road match. Nobody never win like Kit, right? But at least he was saying, you know, he's a multiple road match winner following in the footsteps of his father. So I think Bungie absolutely right. If he had put a producer name on it, I don't think anybody would have paid any attention to that whatsoever. That would have just gone on as that. And no, 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 no. I have, I have a theory as to why people think. Okay, let me read Michael Mondesi. He's quoted as saying, I didn't even see people questioning the missing names on the other registrants on the bill. A combative garland told the Express during a WhatsApp exchange from New York, USA. Now, the fact that it's a WhatsApp exchange, I don't want to be on the wrong side of Bungie. But... When I was reading it first, and I, it sounded like Michael Mondesi talked to Bungie. I said it was a fitting response from Bungie. But then when I say it's a WhatsApp exchange, I started to wonder, I wonder if Faye write that. <laughs> and listen, she within her rights to write responses, no, because she's a lawyer and she's probably his lawyer. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I started to see, like, when, when I started to see where it's going, I started to wonder who write these responses. But it went on to say, uh, the other registrant he was referring to was Marshall Montano's Like Yourself, the credits for which... It, excluded the song's co-singer Patrice Roberts. What we are seeing here, honestly, what we are seeing, honestly, here is in our society, we still have a very serious problem with with seeing a female as a business public, as a business partner publicly in creative arts. They think that she should just be a wife. And that stems from their upbringing. Garland continues. You see, when I see it going down the gender road, because I didn't think that people were saying this because it's a woman. And I see some people saying because it's a black woman and if it was a white woman, they would have never. I think any that hard fit was Bungie's song. And if you don't understand what's happened with producer credits, something like the Colonel Roberts thing, example I was giving earlier, the Kurt Allen, you might well be questioning, well, why her name there? I don't think asking why her name there is an attack on women, an attack on black women. Attack on Fian or attack on Bungie? It could just be a question. <laughs> like, how your name end up there? What part of this song you sing? Me and if it have a remix and you coming with something, I'd be so glad to hear you. Uh, people in, but again, <laughs> the fact that it was met with so much vitriol from the Garland family makes me wonder, like, who right this response? But anyway, the Komoto One singer went on in double standards for men and women in the public and for the question why black families are attacked for attempting to uplift each other. <laughs> this, is, this is going far. The soccer couple left New York yesterday after both being presented with Icon Awards and uh, inductions into the Young Gifted Black Entrepreneurial Awards Hall of Fame. Let me take a moment to recognize that. In Black History Month, 
New York handed these awards out to people who were young, gifted, and black, and took a minute, uh, young, gifted, and black entrepreneurial awards. And uh, Bungie and Fayan were recognized for their contribution as young, gifted, black entrepreneurs. I think that deserves mention. And that deserves celebration. Because, uh, should I go back to this 1% thing? I like to see people where I like their song, but they're thriving in life too. What I do like to see is people give us art and give us music or give us things that we love and we cherish and we like the name and we say we say there's superstars and there's heroes and then when we go breakfasts and they're not singing any fet we we missing them and we love them and every truck passing on the road say only oh, miss blacks only love blacks and then blacks die broken i using blacks as example. i ain't saying blacks die broken right but I'm just saying generally that's what has happened with a lot of our icons and our heroes i don't like that i like to see people do good give us things that we like and enjoy and they're wealthy. They're, they're doing great. When you see them, the skin looking like money, which is like Bungie and Fian. They're doing good. So I'm so glad to see them being celebrated, not just as artists or not just as uh, songwriters or producers or anything like that, but as entrepreneurs. <laughs> Serious matters. Anyhow, according to Michael Mondesi, he quoted us saying, plain talk, if I were a male whore, no one would have a single thing to say. Me no original. If I was a male horn, no, I don't have a single thing to say. Plain talk. If it were any other race or narrative, you would see how it if plain talk, if it were any other race, the narrative would be you see how they just do it. But because of the darker hue. No, but be of darker hue and put things in perspective and everything gets questioned. <laughs> Is it just me or I find this a I find this a reach, to be honest with you. I find this a reach. I find the, the response could just be, yeah, she write and could write the song and she anything. So I don't like disrespectful comments about my wife, and people should keep the disrespectful comments to themselves. I don't know how it turned to be gender wars. So you trying to tell me Bungie and the likes or whoever was responding to that message, fan. You trying to tell me if Bungie had just put out something saying hard fit. Oh, oh, sorry, Tuko, or whoever had party really say Hard Fet by Bungie Garland. Road match winner, 173 plays. Bungie Garland and Marshall Montano. You don't think people would be confused and ask questions like, what the hell he reaching there and they don't want... People want Bungie to win the road match by himself. That is a fan thing. I want to see Bungie win the road match solo meal. Especially after I check it back and I see Bungie win with Marshall and, 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 and Skinny. No disrespect to Marshall, neither Skinny. I just want to see Bungie win by himself so that he go down in history. I always talk about this. You know, I was so glad to see Maximus Dan. Edgel. <laughs> Magadan. MX Prime. I like to see his name down as a road match winner. That's meaningful to me as a fan of soca music. I love to see that. I know that it's a controversy behind it. He's not a competition man, but I'm so glad he step aside and he say, boy, all right, it's the people's song and I put in it there. Because when... when a hundred years come from now, you could look back and see the greatness that he was. But, but his name being documented in our competition. Part of the reason I feel that way is because we don't do very well to document things. So if people don't win competitions here, they could be forgotten and it's sad. So I just want to see Bungie win. Not a, I may ask no question. When I see Bungie and Fian, I really didn't question it too much because I've seen producers get credits on things before. So... It wasn't nobody to me, but I could kind of see why people ask. I don't know why, because people ask, it has to turn into, if I was a man, oh, if I was a hoe. <laughs> I know that, but okay. This is our family. This is our business. This is where I stop when I see it there, because that is them family, and that is them business. 
he could have put his daughter. Because I see DJ Khaled put Assad Khaled and whatever the next one name, Ashmeed, me and the little baby name. But I see him put his son as executive producer on an album when the son couldn't walk, talk, or spark. And nobody ain't said nothing. So when I see Bungie put Fayan as a winner too, I, my first thought was that that's the man, that's the man wife, <laughs> that he business. If you want to, like the friends of mine is come and get a wife, their whole salary. Maybe I, I think I need to edit that part out just in case. But I, I, when I see it, I, I thought it was funny. Too. I was like, wait now, Fayan. And I was like, boy, that he family and that he business. I think this would have been a f- sufficient response. But he went on to say, and we will do our work to ensure that what we do affects our family in the positive and our lineage. Affects our family in the positive and our lineage coming after. I find like a lawyer write this and it's hard to read. So if you don't see me complaining about something, then don't lose your place and complain for me. I triggered Garland continued. Winning his second road match title is significant because of the energy of his music this year. Came from the ground, Garland said. These, this song, like somebody else, somebody else get back their phone so they could respond. These energies come from the ground. Music, music finalizes its run through your human system by trailing out into the ground. <laughs> he gave back, he gave back your phone. Hardfed was written from the view of the people and for the people who were constantly saying online, man, when TNT opened up, I just want to let loose, I just want to go mad. That was our marker to attack with full force and just be true to the music, he said. Uh, so again, salute to them, salute to them both. Fourth title for Fian, second title for Bungie. I'm glad for him too because I ain't like how she tell him, I win three by myself, you win 100 people. So now she win three by herself and 100 people too, you know what I mean? But I, I still would like to see Bungie win a um, road match by himself. But to be honest, we will probably never see that because he going to give his re- his wife rights and credits on his songs. I find it make think about this, right? If rights and credits is good on a certain percentage split. It, wouldn't it be in your best interest to give your wife a split of the song because this song is not no local song. I was saying that last week Bungie does not make local music or carnivalized. It, well, it carnivalized. Carnival type music, right? I should say. But he's certainly not making music for this domestic market alone. This hard vet song which I said last week most people outside of the carnival culture they, they, they're not gonna understand what they're listening to when you say what's a fet fire fet and that and them and a power pill nobody them don't know what i mean but a man come here and sing afrobeats carnival friday nobody doesn't know he mean neither and this song gonna be an international hit people gonna sing this all over the world because all you you don't need to hear nothing else in this song to connect with this song but all soca lovers do this. Show me, show me a hand. That 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 is enough to carry that song everywhere in the world. You're gonna hear it in basketball arenas. Salute again to Patricia Roberts, who just after Carnival. It's so nice to see. You know, I love to see things like this. Who went and performed in as Caribbean Month in Toronto, and she went and performed. Is this is this the same like yourself in a rap halftime at a Raptors game. Salute legend that Patricia Roberts is that she out there promoting the culture the day after. I wonder how them get flight. <laughs> how them reach New York so fast and this one reach Toronto so fast. But uh, going back to this, I think it's a great thing. I think I think Bungie response is fitting, if you ask me. Whoever writes it is fitting because I mean in these streets you can't be having people saying all kinds of things about your wife and hearing responding to me like that. And and we had we also had to be careful how we saying things. 
And remember that this is a man's wife we're talking about. I mean, you could think them things, but you can't be saying that publicly and acting the man in post and responding to under he post where he's celebrating it to, to, to disrespect. That is problems. And you keep in mind that this, this social media thing, you can see people in person. And Bungie is still, I wanted to go back to old Bungie songs, right? Old Bungie songs, Kumuto and Wallowfield type Bungie songs. And you will understand that he's probably not the best person to openly, blatantly disrespect his wife. You want to tell him my theory about why people respond that way? Should I say that after just saying what Bungie come from and them kind of thing? You know what I mean? Remember what happened to Bungie? Say to, Bungie was going to do a lot of harm to people for talking about his music system. You know, remember that? His <laughs> <laughs> music system, he was going to do a lot of harm. So I'm frightened to say anything about his wife. But I honestly just think that people don't like fear. I think there are a lot of things that has been said about Faye and about her attitude and how she's get on and how she, you know what I mean? Get on, get on, get on. And people just don't like her. And uh, again, he have all rights to defend his wife. And I, I like her. Eh? So don't if anybody see me, just know that I love Faye and I documented as loving Faye. As a matter of fact, I was having an argument a few weeks ago saying that Faye might be the bigger artist. I think I lose that argument with myself. But I love Faye. But people say a lot about her attitude. Very, a lot of people who work with them had bad experiences through Faye. They, they say Bungie humble and so nice to everybody they meet. But Faye could be, you know what I mean? But again, there's a man wife, and if he feels to pay your wife there, and if he feels, if, if, let me, let me assume she have a bad attitude, which I don't know anything about, and he wants to deal with the die, he, why die my wife? <laughs> if it's my wife, then I had to deal with that. But if dies them, dies their problem. But first and foremost, and most importantly, salute to Bungie Garland and the Alvarez family on the second road march. I suspect that just like DJ Khaled, when Bungie comes with a big song next year, and he went road march, I think Siri is going to be... Prepare yourself one time. Siri is also going to get writing credits on those songs because I saw them pass through, I want to say, his Providence or one of them convents. And they were performing. And I could tell you now, Siri is a star. Siri and the mother and father calling them out and thing. And I mean, Bungie and Fair is seasoned artists that you can't compare anybody to, right? But when you see the way Siri interacting with her peers in school there, you could see that she's a star. So salute her. As we talk about school and star, I want to salute my son, my guy, Zachary, because he is a winner this carnival for me. Because my boy went into the um, boys' school Calypso competition. He becoming a guest artist in the Calypso competition. Eh? I keep telling him we could write a song and let him enter the competition if he wants. But I think he liking this guest artist role because the last time, um, rather than entering the competition... His mother writes a song for him, um, remixing, I come for this work, sign me up, I come for... And she remixed it to say, well, I come for this work, sign me up. I come to do more work then as a school child. I find it was a great piece of work, which I will also take writing credits for because she husband, just how fair, and as a wife, as a husband. So anytime that song get big, it's me, Kess, and Stacey on this song. I just let it be known. Zachary too, I forget him. <laughs> I take in a little 25% who is me. So yeah, he went and he sang that as a guest in the competition and it went down well. People had a good time in the school and he developed a, a, a certain comfort singing in front of people and a certain bravery. And he do it again this year. He had two verses. He had two verses in in um Stalin's song, Black Man Feeling to Party. And while they had the competition and everything, the class was doing a Stalin medley. The, the medley, of course, in honor of Stalin, who would have also gone to 
boys are see. They did a medley of Stalin songs and black when black man feeling to party, Zachary come out and take the mic and lead them through a two verses and had the boys singing back up and he had a little Stalin dance going and things. So salute my winner, my winner in my house. During the carnival, it's a little winners. Me and go salute Monta. If Bungie could perform as he think, me and go big up my own son as winning something, he went and think, you know, but that's my winner. <laughs> and while I had to do, I want to salute the people in the river. I tell you, I live, I live in a place where it's the nicest place in the world to live. I need to stop calling the name of my place in here. But the, the, the community I live in is such a beautiful place. I want to salute a few people who brighten up my carnival with an old mass competition a few weeks before carnival. And they are all winners to me. So salute to, 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 to people like Marisa and Leonis and all the people who's fun for kids committee. Salute to Robert. We have a little band in the boy Zola is on drums. Robert is playing guitar. We have we have a, we have we have your own side. Only want to hire we <laughs> boy Steve shaking a marak. You know what I mean? Ruben playing keyboard. And I, I loved what they put together for the children in the area and the community here. And it's, it's so nice to see. Different cultures and different backgrounds come together all the time to appreciate each other's culture and background. And I think that's something that a, a, a little community group here called Fun for Kids does. That's just bring me joy. Whatever they call me for, I go in and I go figure it out and we will do it. Because Zachary also performed the Stalin there, but they had some little youths like um, Darian, Tristan, Ruben, who went and sing extempo. And they, they, they had a Lex Tempo thing that covered as much as, much as a, a tribute to Stalin, a little battle between a midnight robber and the community. And, you know, the, the, the writer's song, Salute to Marisa, who writes a song basically with the midnight robber say, I come in to cause destruction and pain in this community. And then the other little boys come and say, boy, listen, you see this area, we like love and unity. Santi Manite. And it was so nice to see little children coming up and be, at least experiencing that. Those are memories that they will never be able to shake, you know what I mean, as part of their own upbringing and what will shape them as children. So all of them winners in my book. And salute to a little girl by the name of Riley. And I, I don't know Riley's surname, eh? you know, you know, I'm bad with names. But this little girl, this is the smallest little child I've ever seen in my life. She's small in stature. <laughs> and when we go on to rehearse, all we playing is a quattro and a drum, but I'd play so soft because her voice and all small. I'm gonna write a beautiful song for her about the community. And uh just talking about how sweet Trinidad is, just like our little community here. And our community is a sweet part of a sweet country. Well written, well put together song. Salute, salute for doing that for a little child who coming up in the art form. And I see her. When we were rehearsing, right, I could see that this little girl is a star. Because when it's time to sing, she's going into a focus mode. But she was just singing very, very soft. So I play soft on that and thing. And I, I'm not sure if she would have been accustomed to playing with live instrumentation. So I play nice and soft and sing along with that and thing. But her mom sent me a clip of her singing in the school. And let me tell you something. When the lights come on, that girl is a star. Because that girl's voice get big. When she go on that mic, she is in full control of her singing there and delivering her song. Beautiful song, beautiful delivery. Congrats on one of my winners for the season, Miguel Riley. And you know, you know when you're bad in music, when you're so comfortable on a stage that at one point when Riley singing his song, while the song playing and thing, Riley say, "Oops, I made a little mistake." Me hear no mistake, and the song going longer than Riley bring it back from the top. That when you know he's a star. That is when you know he's a star. Riley cuss up people like how um, Nessa and them cuss up the. <laughs> Riley could have do that too and mash up the whole stage and tell people, come off of here. But she didn't do that. She hold it together. 
You know what I mean? So salute her. That's that's what that's what performances and performances about. And I can tell you, if you could learn that at seven years old and you continue with that, you have your ten thousand hours that Gladwell talk about, right? So I ain't know if all I ain't going back to Nessa and them. Now salute Nessa. Nessa and they ban makeup and them kind of thing. What are the winners? We had a big up for this thing, but I talk about the extempo. I talk about um, freestyle, bungee winning road match, that's your corner. Or the bands. <laughs> the, 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 the bands, right? Salute to Lost Stripe. Lost Stripe is deservedly and easily the band of the year, right? By my very drunken observations on the road. What I'll tell you is, you cannot tell any band from the other when you're going through town. When you're walking to meet the band, when you leave your band, when you band meet band in the junction, and you see, you cannot tell any band from any band. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm going to try to figure out a way to play in all the mass bands one year. Because them, I guess the band on your hand is all going to identify you, but not the costumes. Um... Them costumes is, a, is, 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 is just call it naked mass, which I think important to a mass is a fantasy. And some people's fantasy is to walk naked in the road. And that is clearly met by bliss, tribe, humor, hearts, wagon, wagon to call. Ronnie, and listen, all of them, all the bands, maybe Ronnie and Caro is an exemption, but all them bands looking exactly the same. Them thing have nothing to do with the costume. As a matter of fact, people don't even wear the costume like myself, right? I, I don't like that. I use my pants with big, big wire. I don't like that. I want to look good on your own and comfortable. I go wear my own pants. I ain't get my pants cut short enough neither, so I go wear my own pants. It's all right, thanks. But what we're really paying for is the vibes, the camaraderie, the people on the road. You end up stay on one side of the rope and you're getting free drinks and a little food and them kind of things. I suppose that's what you're paying for on your road and the experience and the music and all that. But the costume, <laughs> I remember times where a band, like Stacey was pointing out something, just so I didn't even notice that the bands don't even section off again. You know, bands used to play in sections, not just on the stage. It came to the point where everybody intermingled, right? And they used to, have to force people or encourage people to get in the section before they cross the stage because all the bands were crossing the Savannah stage to compete. It's my opinion that, well, I think it's pretty clear that Try, Bliss, Humor, it's still a fantasy. Them bands not interested in competing whatsoever. They don't care if they cross the stage. I don't, I'm not sure if... The masqueraders care if they cross the stage. What I could tell you is, I didn't cross no stage. I, I too old for that. They ain't gonna catch me. Catch, 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 no heart attack with no young people jumping across no stage again. But that idea of competing, that is gone. So the uh, the need to section everybody off is meaningless to everybody. So when, as an onlooker, Stacey and them in St. James, there, the bands pass down the street by my mother. So they, 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 they like the onlooking vibe and watching the mass as they pass and thing. But... When everybody jumble up like that and nobody in costume and thing, it, it take the prettiness out of the mask. I mean, yes, the nakedness and the, the, the bathing suit's not that creative anyway. But at least it could look real pretty when you see pretty women coming down the road and a whole section in blue and then a whole section in red. At least it's something to behold. But when it's just revelers, when the bands themselves turn into revelers. So what we've really done is take the mask on the road that used to happen on the pavement before. They used to call people on the pavement revelers, right? Because they're just reveling the outside the band. But what these big bands are now is just organized revelers. Monday it's on to see because everybody wearing different Monday wearing things. There's nothing attractive about Well, it's attractive things about the individual, I can tell you that. But not about the band. It's on to look at. And then Tuesday, people make the, so many variations of the costume and not sectioning off. is very, very little to see. But what I can tell you is anywhere you went, 
you were going to see Lost Tribe and you're going to, you know, you don't have to ask nobody. When you see other people in costume, you say, who you're playing with? You don't have to ask the Lost Tribe nothing. You know fully well that they in Lost Tribe. So salute to Lost Tribe for winning Banner of the Year. As in it's my opinion, they should, they should probably win Banner of the Year every year. I do not think we, I think we also pass the point of needing a Savannah stage as a judging point. So, for instance, I hear Yuma had 5,000 people. I hear Tribe had a loud set of thousands. Bliss, Stacey Demo is even bigger than Tribe. For the Tribe people, what is up with Tribe? Why are you, why are you, how come all the bands split into on the road? I hear about bands split into between the 2023 and 2024 carnival I never hear about no band turn wrong and start to drive in the next direction. And the rest of the band gone. And under, I, I've never seen or heard about that before. <laughs> so, I know exactly it is happening with Tribe at all. But, when you're looking at when you're looking at the the tradition of the Savannah stage, or what is becoming now the tradition of the Soka Drome, which coincidentally seems to be attracting more onlookers than the Savannah these days, or of late. It makes me wonder if those things are necessary for judging, right? I think they're necessary because people still believe in the act. People, there's still value in crossing the stage to masqueraders. Masqueraders like the stage and thing and something is a crescendo of the mass. And then you hear the roadmap song, which is another crescendo, so there's a certain euphoria. And I also think there's value in the tradition that where the person won the Merry Monarch and where the people won the King and Queen of Carnival and where maybe the person with the one extempo and all the crowns, all the, all the monarchs or the winners or the rulers of the carnival were on that stage, you cross that stage and you get to touch that stage too as a masquerade. Remember I tell you, we are Tazia O'Connor's subjects this year, right? That is the king. Uh, I think there's still value in that. And even the Soka Drome as a secondary point and downtown, which some of these big bands don't go to at all, but definitely still there might still be value there. But I don't think there's value in them at judging points. If these bands are thousands of people, tell me which one easier. If you have a thousand people in a band and then you have 12 judges, which one you think easier to move around? Who should go to who? <laughs> It's a little simple exercise in logistics, you know. We have 12 judges, let me say. I don't know how many judges they have, but let me say they are 12. Let me say they are 20, right? And each judging point had 20. Do you think it would be easier if the 20 people move around and went and meet the bands? Or do you think it makes sense for the thousands of people who are in each band to come to try to see the judges every year? I don't know. You tell me, right? I, I I don't know which make more sense. Remember that as the thing. Just remember the ex, uh, the extempo versus the um the freestyle competition. We always had to be trying to find ways to evolve. You know, remember the masquerader is the customer in this equation. The onlooker and the um the the onlooker. What is called them? Like the patron who want to see mass is the customer in this equation. When the times change, we had to change with it and on, adjust what it is we do, and we keep some of the tradition, yes, if we find it worth changing, but, but, but adjust that too. But before I get back to that, salute to Ronnie and Carol who take the Dong Tong band title. And um, I'm, I'm, heading, I'm heading y'all's way. I don't know if I'm able with the Lost Tribe, no. honestly. I, I don't know if I'm able with the Lost Tribe. I, 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 when I listen to me in Lost Tribe, tell all yourself I give up completely on life, you know what I mean? I've I, I done, I've finished. I see Lost Tribe on the road. Salute to Vanessa Thompson. Salute to Liz. 
Uh, I see, I see, I see them on the road and listen, they, they, they identifiable and they look good. They costume. I think Stacy was explaining to me the, the meaning of the band. I think they say the band was about um I can't remember what the hell the band was about, but the section them playing was 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 it rain or water or some kind of thing? So they they have a story. Because when I used to watch Mass back in the day as a child and you see Minchel. Minchel, a rat race was one of them that stood out to me. The, the idea, it had a big rat costume as the individual, which was portraying the, 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 the rat race. And then the sections had people who were in the rat race. So you were seeing, like, the other section with man wearing a kind of shirt and tie and briefcase and things to say, like, you know, you're a part of the rat race. And that element of mass is missing for me because Yuma didn't even have a description. When I watch Yuma website, I can't remember the name of the band and where's the theme we had. But like the sections is just rogue. Or not rogue, that's tribe. Right, what was my section name again? I can't remember, but it, 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 it might as well be a random collection of words. Blaze. Rose. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I don't know. And I don't know that the costume I wear or didn't wear had anything to do with rose or like how how does it translate? You know, if you, when you work with great designers, forget mass for a while, right? Great designers are able to express to you. What was the thought process going into the design? One of the best designers I ever worked with, graphic designers, that is a, a lady by the name of Ginger Henry. So, coincidentally, that's Farmer Nappy's sister. I used to call her Ginger Nappy. She used to work with us before, right? And what Ginger used to do was we would go to meetings with clients, right? Ginger's a graphic artist at the time working by us. And we would go to clients and sit down. And I would be the marketing guy who gained all the information in terms of a creative brief from the clients in terms of what they want the brand to represent, who they are. What kind of brands they like? What kind of ads they like? What kind of logo they like? Who they're trying to sell to? Are you premium? Are you trying to be bargain? Whatever it might be. And then we had to leave that meeting now and come up with a logo, right? I can't tell you how nervous I used to be in these meetings because when I sit down next to Ginger and Ginger is taking no notes whatsoever in the meeting. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to fight up to take notes with my crap over that writing. And I thinking Ginger is going to forget all this. And we're going to be in trouble when time to do this. Ginger's barely look like she's paying attention. She's doodling, like drawing in the book. And I ain't talking about drawing, but the man's talking about Ginger drawing nothing. <laughs> I said, well, what the hell is this? And I've never worked with any graphic artist before who Ginger only need one attempt to design what you described. And I'm telling you about that situation where I go in back in the office with Ginger. I had approved the artwork before the client see it, huh? And it's always a battle with me and Ginger when she had the acid. Ginger, this isn't looking right. I can't see this. I can't read the word properly. Like Ginger designed, if you know the store Swag and Brag, Ginger designed that logo. And I remember being in the office with Ginger and arguing. I said, Ginger, the swag, I could understand where you do that, but the brag is too curly. People can't see the thing. And boy, listen, Ginger is arguing with me. Ginger, I don't think Ginger ever changed nothing. I asked you to change. Ginger's like, no, let's show it to the client. And let me tell you something, without fail, when we show that to the client, I end up ready to make excuse for why they think poor. Without fail, every single client didn't just accept the artwork, you know. They were delighted, overwhelmed with emotions at times when she presented the artwork. And one of the things that made Ginger great is that Ginger could always explain to the client what was my thought process when I come up with this? Well, I got the, I get I get this vibe from you, and this is where you wanted to portray. So the colors here I use was to do that. Da, 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 da. So see how I use these lines here is to do that. And listen, 
in my mind, Ginger is making all this up because I don't understand design and that type of creative. I was like, Ginger is bullshit and these people. But let me tell you, some people lap up that and they go on with it and they love it. No changes, nothing to change. Let me roll. I love this. And a big part of Ginger's success is not just that she's a great designer, but she was able to tell the story behind her design. And salute to Ginger now because Ginger's full time job is to create wire bras and to go and look for Ginger wire bra, right? She bad on the road. The winner, winner too, more winners. But that story behind the design is lacking from our mass now completely. Them just selling it is beads and it's tongue. Like they, they, they just decide here what? It's tongues, it's monokini, is this and that, is short pants, this way it is. It's no design, it's no thing. Them running out of ideas anyway. <laughs> so you're not hearing a story behind what they came up with and thing. I guess it's just to look pretty on the road, which call that naked mass, right? That have its place. I feel that is an important part of the mass too. People want to walk naked on the road, let them go ahead. But I, I was glad to see on Lost Tribe's website that they came up with a, a complete theme for the band. Wait, now I could just Google this. Why am I talking about this? Like if I can't find it here. They have a complete theme for the band and then a description for every single section. Uh, that, like those clients that Ginger was talking to, you could connect with on a personal level and, and, and create something around your mask that is a that is more of a fantasy than just being on your road for a little bit of time. You know what I mean? So if you, if you go up, I mean, it's too much to read. But if you go up on Lost Tribe website, you'll see a whole lot about the theme behind the mask. It's too long, sorry, but it's long. <laughs> All that is why I can't play with Lost Tribe. You know, because I, I love the idea behind the story. I think me playing that, you know, I don't have a story. I just, I just want to know where my short pants is and where the drink struck at. But um, salute to Lost Tribe winners, Ronnie and Caro winners. I have a suggestion for Lost Tribe. The world I should do is... um. When people pay Lost Tribe, well, they should just send them a voucher for a whole bolt of cloth from Queensway. <laughs> when you go by Lost Tribe, forget that collection process. When people pay online, just send them like Queensway for a bolt. Because listen, it's a bolt of cloth. People have one man playing mass in long pants. As even I send them that costume, I tell you the thing is some kind of rain. Boy, it's rain. It's cloth falling all over this thing. Lost Tribe masqueraders have costume. This costume for this year? could make a decade with a costume for them. <laughs> them could play mass until 2033 with the cloth that they have from this. I want to know all these do that costume. We can't even throw all them beads and things. Somebody from Lord Stripe could tell me, please, what all these do with that cloth? Because I feel some all, yeah? Making bedspread, curtain, all your covering, upholstering. Some people car. I guarantee you somebody in Lord Stripe take that Lord Stripe thing and reupholster their whole motor car. <laughs> but salute to them. I mean... I have a wife who used to play mass, and she make me come back out and play mass, and she done with mass. But for the first time in many, many years, I hear her say she wants to play mass and is in Lost Tribe. Salute to them. That is hard to accomplish. And she's a tribe baby, and it's possible. For her to consider anybody else, although this is under the same umbrella, for her to consider anybody else, that is a, that is a feat. And again, it's something that is beautiful on the road, and as much as I, I, I gave them a little talk and thinking, you know I mean, I had to give them some talk. But is 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 something to behold when you pass Lost Tribe on your road and, and and being the only, the only band that identifiable and doing something different and playing an actual mass, I would I would love to see. I, I I would love to see more bands like that. More bands like that on your road going to make for a better carnival, and I'm not sure who will do it, 
and me playing in none of them. But more bands on the road like that would, would make for a better experience for both masqueraders and um, and onlookers. And one of the things I want to throw there too, you know how sections is have designers? It, it would be so great to see Minchel who only tried to kill during the carnival for no reason whatsoever. I, I'm not sure what the state of Minchel held or anything, but I'm using him as an example. I'm using McFarlane as an example. Uh, even people like Rosalind Gabriel or um, Barclay, for instance. I'm not sure what people state, right? So I don't want to be insensitive, but it would be great to see bands like Lost Tribe, who I call 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 Bliss and Hearts and Tribe and Human, all of all of them, call that Naked Mass and call the rest one. I call it that Mass Mass. That is real mass, right? It would be great to see a band like that or Lost Tribe themselves invite a designer like that and have a guest section that is uh designed by Peter Minchel or or, or or invite Rosalind Gabriel into the mix or what I mean is like genuine designers or, or even Ginger, somebody like Ginger who's a young legend in my eyes. If you have people like that or, 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 or stick into, I mean Ginger is one, but if, if you stick to like Minchel and, and, and McFarlane and them, what you're, what you're creating is a, a piece of memorabilia more than just a mask costume that somebody could keep for a lifetime. And you see, those are the things now that could start back attracting a genuine international audience because these are people with international acclaim and uh, they're not accessible because they don't have their own band anymore or anything like that. So I just personally would love to see a section that is either designed by or dedicated to them or signed off by them so that the masquerader in Lost Tribe, who clearly is interested in an elevated experience and just the naked on the road thing, has a piece of art or memorabilia that could not just be used for bedspreads and curtains and so on, but it could be come up as a decor in their home or in their office or in their spaces. And, and you could say that I have a piece of art from McFarlane or I have a piece of art from uh, from Minchel. I know Peter Elias was one of the guest designers. That's exactly what I mean. You have something that you could hold as a conversation piece in your home from because they will definitely attract a different crowd. Uh, as on Tribe already, I see Tribe make some apologies for, for their road experience and their um pickup and all those things, which usually with Tribe, I mean, my one year with Tribe, those were the that's some of the best experiences I had in terms of picking up costume and experience on the road in terms of security. Get my my one comp Quite a couple complaints about tribe was that the the drink trucks was too high, the trucks is moved too fast. I too old for that, but that's a that's a me problem. That's not a them problem. Um, and the route was too long, and I was, I was tired in tribe. But tribe is the only time I ever just stopped playing mass in the middle of the day. I was like, I going home. This this too much for me. But the lunch stop was smooth. I mean, tribe really had a good experience, and I saw them having to come out and apologize this year for a bad experience on the road because apparently it was bad from pickup. To what people actually got where the costumes were concerned, to the experience on the road where they're turning around in different places and them kind of thing. And I, I'm glad to see that because I've tried down as a band who don't like to apologize and try like to uh, pretend that their problems don't exist, I find. But I was, I'm glad to see them come out and at least issue an apology to those who were offended and, and bothered. All right, I just, this is going on for long. I didn't realize this. I thought this was a short episode. And no, let me go ahead and salute people who are saluted. Salute to. BP Renegades. Before I tell you about my experience with Rona Gelta here, I want to salute to BP Renegades and I'll just talk about a few things where they're concerned, right? Renegades really sung on a level on the road, right? <laughs> and, and in Panorama, sorry. 
Uh, second was Exodus with Tourist, uh, Tourist Lego. I thought they would have win. And Silver Stars came third playing Engine Room. I'm glad Engine Room is on the list of winners here. That's my song of the year. Uh, but salute to Renegades. And, and, and the one thing I want to say about Pan in general, and let me talk about the small and the medium bands too. Uh, the small band, Uptown Fascinators, one arranged by O.J. Richards. Uh, and in the medium band category, Cats and Jammers, who name Colin and Panorama now, again, arranged by Kirsch Ramsey. Right? So they, are, they, 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 they become a force. Uptown Fascinators played Dollar Wine by Colin Lucas. Cats and Jammers played Tell Me, Tell Me Why uh, by Baron. Tell me why. That's a nice song to arrange for Pan anyway. But I always remember the name Kirsch Ramsey and OJ Richards for a second. Right? But let me get back to Renegades. Renegades beat everybody. And what I was glad to see this year in terms of school's panorama and the big boy panorama is that in both small or across the spectrum of small, medium, and large bands and big name bands and smaller bands that might be lesser known, what you saw this year in panorama is a lot, a lot of young people, a lot of young people who were involved in it. So just to make sure, I always feel like there's a good sign. And I always like to point that out when people tell me about panorama dead and calypso dead and everything always dead. Everything dead when you're interested in it no more. You don't like it. Or it's not it's not a tradition that you are accustomed to it. Dead. They're killing the I don't like that kind of talking. But salute to Duvon Store to the one with Renegades. The tourist Lego was Terrence BJ Master as a legend on his own. And then again, in third place, Silver Stars is OJ Richards and Kirsch Ramsey. So talking about young people, the these two youths. The names starting to become prominent names in the landscape of Panorama. And it, it, it's, it's worthy of acknowledgement for me. I know over time, eh, but bear with me. Uh, Kirsch Ramsey is our nephew of Beverly Ramsey Moore, right? Who would be in charge of Pat, uh, Cats and Jammers. This little youth man is between 27 and 28 years old. And when you look at large bands, medium bands, and small bands, his arrangements placed in all. I believe he win the small band category with East Side. Uh, and he win the medium category with Cats and Jammers. And come third with... Uh, t- with Sorry, he went with fa- Uptown Fascinators. And he came third with, with East Side. So you, you're seeing somebody now who showing a certain amount of promise. At under 30 years old, a young fella as a ranger. And his name calling and placing in all the different categories with both... Big and small bands. And when you, when you look at Silver Stars, compared to Renegades, All-Stars, Despers, Phase 2, maybe Invaders. I'm not sure if um, the pan people could correct me if I'm wrong, right? But Silver Stars might be seen as one of the smaller of the big bands. But with Kirsch Ramsey and them by their side, they seem to be doing great. Same with O.J. Richards. O.J. Richards might be a little older. If, if, if he's 28, O.J. Richards is about 30, 31. So I'll just pull out from an article where he was quoted as saying this, Kush, Kush uh, Ramsey. He said, we are all good friends. OJ and our classmates at UTT, and they lime almost every day. Both of them born in Tobago. Eh? And the, during the pandemic, they would have come together and won with Silver Stars, what was called the Unipet Ellie Manet People's Choice Award. For, for what was the version of the competition during the pandemic, if I, if I, if I remember right. And I, I, I wanted to just take a minute to salute them. And at that age, to be a, to, to be achieving the things that they're achieving at that age, you know that you're talking about two people who are going to become a dominant force in the music. And I just wanted to take a quick minute to point out that these both 
both these little Tobagonian youths both pass through UTT. And I hope that helps me make my point about development of the art form and why I was spending so much time talking about Soka Monarch and these things not being good avenues for development. Development has come from places that design for development like universities. So you could see that when they come through UTT or salute to the people who in charge the Carnival Arts program in UE as well, you're going to find that if you look through all the winners of Carnival, right? Take all the people who place and who did well over the Carnival from designers, from soca artists, producers, musicians. Look at all of them and tell me which part all of them come from. You're going to see a strong set of names coming out of both UTT and UE in terms of honing their art form and, 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 and learning what is about, learning the roots of it, learning and bringing their own version and their own flavor to it and contributing to a carnival that we, we, we're not going to be able to come up with on our own if we hold on to it and tell ourselves that to win, you must always play and if you do play that, you're killing the art form and thing. you have to let go. One of the issues we have is that we, when we figure out something that works, we think that that same thing going to work for the next 150 years. <laughs> and I think it's one of them things that uh, it is, is actually never going to work and it, it stifles everything. And that's why we go through these long lulls of carnivals where the music not good. Like this year, the mu- I don't find the music was great this year. Uh when we go through lulls like that with panorama, the green's empty and manguin and swimming pool and all that. You will go through things like that if you don't constantly evolve. And by to constantly evolve, you have to hand the whole thing to young people like these two youth men. So salute to them. Salute to Renegades. Uh, well, so let me just tell you about my experience in the road now and we can get out of here because we're here long enough. Um, Yuma. Yuma, Yuma, Yuma. is my band. I feel I had two, three more years in Yuma at most. If my wife coming out for Lost Tribe, at some point, as much as I bad talk, then I go end up with Lost Tribe. Like we play a little mass together. We usually play mass in two because she's a real tribe baby and I'm not. But we, we will play a little mass together at some point in time. But I go in my Yuma costume in, um, in Lost Tribe. I go with the most identifiable man in Lost Tribe. Guy in a short, short pants without a jersey. Yeah, you, go, you, go, you go find me. But um, the experience on Yuma was good. Yuma is always good. We went, um, if my starting 10, I like to reach it 10 o'clock, you know. So I was there at 10. Salute my boy Pablo. It's been a long time since I get to Lime and fed with Pablo. It's the first carnival in a while we get to Lime together. And Pablo vexed with me. Imagine that when Pablo get a costume and thing, and I come to pick him up the morning to head on to head on tongue. Pablo asked me where Stacy. I said, oh, Stacy home. He saying playing Stacy. I said, nah, Stacy don't play mass again, so you know. He said, you make me buy a costume for my girl. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, well, I was a veteran like Pablo. No, he's not supposed to carry no sand to no beach or no beach to no sand or whatever they say. What the hell is wrong with Pablo? But Pablo's girlfriend, Venezuelan national. Come and play master. I think she had a good time too. We reached out by the band early. I forgot that on Monday they don't give breakfast. So me at home looking to greedy all the people starting point. I find they should give me breakfast on a Monday. For full disclosure, the costume must cost about 4000 maybe a little bit more than that. Or a little less, I can't remember. Oh, like, give me a sandwich on a Monday morning, man. Suppose a man play Juve and he come in straight to play mass. So let me make some sandwich and give people cheese paste or some kind of, kind of, some kind of you know what I mean? Or nothing, I'll corn beef, nothing. Uh, but this year, unfortunately, you might end up taking a long, long time to leave the meeting point, which was Alexandra Street, because Tribe and Bliss and... 
all them bands hearts I believe come across struggle through the same time before you more push out. So we end up there for a couple hours well. We, we didn't leave we, it took a long time to leave that spot to the point where all we were able to do is r- come down Tragedy Road and w- r- drive straight to the uh, um, Gillon's spot in St. Mary's Grounds. Uh, St. Mary's Grounds is good for me because fantasy used to put me in the middle of the savannah. I don't like that. And as a man need a five minutes sleep when you see I reach in the, 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 um, the rest stop. Most people need a little five, you know what I mean? It's not sleep. It's be bad. But um, you might make some mistakes this year in that rest stop. Uh, the first one was they had one long line for chicken, like they had one line for chicken and one line for veggie. I could see the thinking behind it because they, they probably thought you would line up, filter out fast to the different options for chicken and then ride out and go and get your food. But that didn't work well. I expect them to change that next year because what ended up happening is latecomers like me who like to stay until the last truck play and the last drink is available end up coming and meet a very long line like a good portion of St. Mary's grounds was a line that was that was nice to see and um I saw people in tribe complaining about the lunch options that's not something you will get much of a complaint about me I, I can't eat a whole lot I look into drink so once you have some little meat and some kind of starch I go eat that yes and that is it for me for the day so the lunch wasn't really impressive I'm not sure about the lunch options either because you know me good enough to know I go and make a friend in the front of that line and bubble that thing and hand somebody my chit. As a matter of fact, I think I still have all my chits because nobody ever asked me for no chit when I was taking lunch night on Monday or Tuesday. But that one long line was bad. I remember going to the back of the lunch tent. I was just looking for shade, right? Because I don't see inks and them and I tell them, hey, what's going on? Well, you collect my lunch for me because me, 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 and I end up in that line. You know what I mean? So I went back in the back of the shade. I don't play them hot sun games. And I saw a lady. She told me she's from Texas. When I say lady, a young girl, and almost younger than me in her 20s or something. She's the first time she played mass. So I was always being trying to ask, well, what make you come here? She's not from Trinidad at all. I've never been to Trinidad. But she says she has friends here and they always go every year and it's so great. And she decides to come. And, you know, she lost all her friends. So she did by herself. And she said, I don't know if I could do this again. It's too hot and this and that. But the reason she was behind the tent was she was trying to get one of the people's attention because she's a diabetic. So she couldn't um, she couldn't take that long line. She needed to eat quick. And that girl take that food. And as they hand her it, she sat down right behind that tent out in the opener and just start eating. So I, I think it's things that you had to pay attention to sometimes. I mean, hospitality in a mass band must be a hard thing to manage, but it's something that you had to pay attention to because people have different sets of needs on the road and that kind of thing too. And um, the other mistake they make was them people put renegades in the middle of the lunch stop. <laughs> Listen, that was a bad idea because then I chip into renegades for the whole morning and I don't sleep at all Monday. Uh, I catch myself Tuesday because I say anguish, that's not me. I don't even want to hear no renegades, but that, that renegade, I'm talking about one float. And that drama is a beast. But that one float, full up that St. Mary's grounds and make that into one of the best experiences I've ever had in a lunch stop. <laughs> Because even if you're sleeping, like Tuesday, I sleep for the whole hour. But even if you're sleeping, you're getting a, 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 that pan in the background and think, boy, listen, that thing is song so sweet, boy. It's time to bring my pan side on the road and think. I don't know if people understand how welcoming that would be. Even in the naked mass or in a lost tribe, you just get one one float, a pan side to pull along with you, boy. Even for a stretch, boy. I have some ideas around why I want to do that, you know, because we had to create an experience where, like, this podcast, we can mix the traditional with the modern. 
to, to let people know where they come from. But that, that was a great experience on Renegade. I mean, sorry, that was a mistake putting Renegades there and man can't sleep. <laughs> but no, Renegades was great. And they play songs from the road too. I'd have begged them to play Black Man Feeling to Party. I see probably win with that and only playing that. But they play, they play um, from, uh, what was the voice song? Uh, then them pass the rum. Then listen, them youths on that floor, they vibes. They play Engine Room. They play Nylon Skinny. They play Hard Fet. They play Truck on the Road. Boy, listen, Renegades was bosses. That, that, was, that, that was a real, real nice touch by Yuma. But Ole, I need to sleep. Ole can't be doing that. That is, that is bad. Um, in terms of music, the DJs on the road, that same argument coming up over and over about last year's songs versus this year's songs. Let me tell you something. There's no music in no part of the world you will go ever where you're going to hear 100% new songs in a place. I don't know what people are talking about. People just talk about this like, DJs, Ollie, we want to hear the new songs. and then, Okay, if you want to hear the new songs, come to Fed early. Because like in Jamaica, for instance, when they want to hear new artists, brother, I remember a selector by the name of Ricky Trooper talking about this. Ricky Trooper say, listen, when you see nighttime coming in a place called Bembe Thursdays, he say, when you see nighttime, or was it footer hype? Could it be footer hype? We in Bembe Thursday, and of course, them days, man, come into hand, your flash drive and thing to play the song. Footer hype stopped the music. I said, let me tell you something. He said, let me tell you some more music. You see, when you come here, one o'clock in the morning, and man come to, to, to drink and enjoy themselves, and bar had to sell on them thing. That is not the time to come and hand me no flash drive with no new song for me to build. He said, if you're really interested in building your song, reach Bembe Thursday when they now string up and people now start to come. And when people now start to come and they hear your song, or the DJs who they're earlier looking for different things to play because they care about all the start time music, they will discover your songs and play it. And the people who reach early might get to hear your song and like it and then start requesting it. He said you have to build a song. He said, but everybody wants to be a star, so what you want is to hear your song in start time. And his point wasn't just that he's not playing it, you know. He said, that's not going to work for you. Because you will play a song in start time, everybody go hear it, and you go feel like a star, and you'll put it up on Instagram and them kind of thing, and then it will die down. Because he ain't properly build the song. And it's the same thing. I do not understand this notion that people say, play the new music, play, the, play what? Whose responsibility it is to build your song in this day and age? A streaming where you're playing your songs directly to consumers. You don't need radio anymore. You come in to tell people that I must go a fet when I pay a thousand something for a Fatima ticket or eight hundred dollars for a cooler fet by soaker. Or I pay uh, uh, what, what breakfast is charged is six or seven hundred or whatever it is, and I reach the ten, I reach late. Do you want me to sit down and listen to a song I never hear before? When it's jamming time and I had two hours in the fet? And all these birds are the umbrella up in the air and rain falling. I want to listen. I want to play a song what I know. Not just song that I know. Song that I like. Song that I want to move to. I will admit that hearing this year's songs is something that could be special to a fet or a masquerader. Because I, it, let me go back to Jamaica, for instance. One of the things I used to really like is when I hear a new song play, I used to go in the club to hear when they played a new song. But that is because the new song done big already. It don't have space to do that with a hundred songs. That is talking about one song. So when I remember particularly when um Movado and Cartel was going back and forth. Uh maybe just after the thing. And Movado had dropped a song. Oh, never talk. Man a stepper. Catch up me a player, man a pepper. I was like, I had to go asylum Tuesday. <laughs> 
I had to see the reaction. Or when they sing, my place are my place, your place. I had to go asylum Tuesday. I saw an interview recently with a producer by the name of Not Nice, I believe it was. Talking about what happened, Sting, and how Cartel record the song, The Boy Run Like a Wounded Dog. Brock, you say in record, do run. He said they record that before they went home from Sting and they played the next day. You see that? When I hear that, you want to go a party the next day to hear that. You cannot do that with a hundred songs. That is one special song. That is an outlier. So the idea that I must go a fet and endure a set a brand new song, which frankly, not good. <laughs> the music this year was cruise ship music plenty little song that's all right but you don't want to leave home to hear that i know fed you know so and 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 i was getting annoyed on the road by only hearing as much as i'd like engine room maybe i could have taken on hearing that all the time but the one that start annoying me was the ding dong we wanna drink and party whole day they play that whole i don't know if it's because the song are holding in it but it's whole day here in that song i mean when you when you when you head bad and you jamming you ain't studying nothing but they really play that song way way too much uh sluma girl cd cd and her family was playing mass and i, I was talking to her, her, her sister brother-in-law i think it was when we came home tuesday and he is not from here i think he's on jamaican and he was saying listen you see that here in the same five songs over and over i can't play mass again for that you know who I feel will be affected worse by that? People who go to watch things by the Savannah or who watch anything by uh, Memorial Park or is Adam Square or in the Soka Drum. They're going to be hearing the same songs over and over and over. That must be that must that must be the worst time ever. They must just feel like that is torture. So you obviously have to play songs from last year and play play songs. You know what's the sweetest part of the mass for me? And I, I just I just say salute to two DJs in particular. You see DJ Charlotte, because I am like to find Alicia the Duchess, you know. You know what I mean? That's from Fantasy Days. But like she don't play with humor. Alicia the Duchess is my age and she's playful people my age. But DJ Charlotte was real good at keeping the vibes going and keeping the tempo. No such a fast, fast song and then a slow, slow and, and mashing up the vibes and everything. DJ Charlotte was real good. But you see them youths who has talked about with her um voice Thursdays or vibes with voice or whatever the hell the thing is on a Thursday. I was by a truck with Penny and Papi. And Penny was good. Eh? Penny was just like Charlotte. They was playing music whole day and people was having a good day. The, the masqueraders around that truck with Penny and them, the vibes never dropped. It was having a good time all day. Whether the truck stopped and we stuck in one place or we moving them fellas and them reading the crowd right and playing good music it's not about this i don't think they must concern with this year music or last year music or what them is big dj big dj and to bust no song big djs come and start time and play stars you could tell me people like skrillex and diplo and them or they could go and tell them about play if them choose to bust a song them choose to bust a song and them choosing to bust a song because they know the song big and they're giving to highlight they cannot bust a hundred song so star time is for stars and them play music people enjoy themselves all day but I remember being, we had just passed Lost Tribe. We was coming down Damien Street. The corner of Damien Street and Mokarapu Road. We, we, we turned there and we bounced up Lost Tribe. And then I joined back the band. I kind of meet some friends by Lost Tribe and then I joined back the band. When they reached somewhere by Ishizda. And Papi went and played. I can't remember if he was playing or but he have an old school style. It have some young DJs who have some old school style I like a lot. Papi is one. And um... You know who's one too funny enough? That youth man who's played with the young brother. Um, 
you know, I can't remember the man name now. He's not a young man, you know, let it be with me. He's not a young man. I forget why I talk more while I talk more than thing, you know. Hottie, DJ Hottie. TJ Hottie and them know music. They mean there's no zest on there. They know different genres of music and they know old, old school music. They know good music. And Papi's one, but you know what Papi play coming by Ishi's there? That man starts a little session and play. I do song like the Baron for your in and people the whole thing lift up because you get so fed up by hearing these same songs the same feel the same rhythms the same it's like boy when people I see a woman singing along with us a young girl and I say how you know this she said boy what you know about that you know what I mean and after that is um this is not a fit in here this is mad you need that so this idea that they must play only new songs. Only new songs when only 10 of the new songs good. But I see people arguing that plenty more than 10 good. And is it DJ's fault? Why nobody ain't know this song? I feel if nobody ain't know your song, is the artist's fault. Uh, going back to, 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 to the road. What else, what else happened, boy? I, I feel like I feel like you might see band cut off Big Mike. You know? <laughs> and I'm glad. I'm glad. Because when I see the comments, <laughs> Big Mike, for, for those who didn't know, Big Mike crossed the stage with his six masqueraders in Legacy, including... Uh, the whole of NCW and them squad, which he gave a free costume to. The they cross the stage as a as a, as a small band, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, but you, I think he was vexed for that. They said the drink struck was in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> sorry, sorry. This Big Mike, Big Mike is a legend, right? Salute Big Mike. Big Mike is a legend. No disrespect to Big Mike. But the reality is that Big Legacy is no longer a big band. Legends was a huge band, just like Tribe and them or Poison and them. And it changed to Legacy when Split happened. Legacy was a big band for years. And I was glad to see that under the comments when he made his rant, a lot of people came forward and said, well, Mike, this we used to do people all the time. You used to cut people off. You used to go on the stage and stay forever. All you never used to follow the rules. How come all of a sudden you're done with Carnival and people doing you thing? And he calling a man name in the midst of the thing. I showed I some personal with them. But it's nice to see the NCC come out and apologize and say it wasn't deliberate and whatever. I hope whichever band cut him off if it's humor, they apologize and work out the thing with Big Mike. And I hope Big Mike started to play with Lost Tribe and cover himself up. Big Mike, you're 75 years old. You cannot play no Naked Mask no more. But again, if you like Naked Mask, that way, like, it's very old. You know what I mean? 70s. Ball just fucking low. You know what I mean? You can't be taking a Naked Mask and you play the Hulk. You look like no Hulk. You know what I mean? But anyway, humor. Uh, seem to have broken the route if you ask me because when i watch the route for every i'm not seeing a, a route for this year kind of but when i watch the route for every year you really shouldn't go up abercrombie street and come across keith street behind supper and then cut up by memorial park quick <laughs> but i think that they might have done that because i mean we really had a tough time on monday waiting for so long for the band to move off so I think you mama they decide they're not sticking to you. They're just going to keep the band moving no matter what happens. So unfortunately, I ain't get to pass through St. James. I usually like to pass through St. James and see my mother and my wife and my son and Jalia and the whole squad there as we waiting to see the band pass down. But we never passed there. We went straight down to the soccer drum. And, and like I say, I ain't crossed neither stage. You know, I, I, I take it in Hagendas. Hagendas was open. The one by the Savannah. I went and sit down in there and drink a cup of coffee. <laughs> when that band... We turn to the Savannah. I'm not going back through that, boy. With the place hot, it's no drinks, truck, and no, 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 no. And then I'll go and gallivant myself on the stage to give myself heart failure. I know do I ECG the other day. I think my heart good. Me, I'm trying to go through that, no? I sit down and hug and I'm so hungry. All they have is sweet thing. The lady in Hagen, that was so nice. You know, she went and got a little bag of pilori for your boy. 
She's all right. Don't worry. I'll go and get some polori for you. I eat some polori. I drink a cup of coffee. And you see when they come back out by TGI Fridays, I bad as a masquerader again. By the time they reach Soka Drum in the night, I just walk across. I was so glad I ended up by the last truck. And we just walk across the Soka Drum stage because all the music trucks had leave already. And I just take a cool, nice walk. And a wave, you know what I mean? According to one of the DJs on the road, when he was passing one of the judging points, he said, all you have manners in this band, wave at the people who come to see all you pass and a wave. And I keep it moving. By 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 Tuesday night, uh, maybe 8, 9 o'clock, I was on my way home. And the one the one thing that I feel could be a deal breaker with me and Yuma, and I just started saying this before I wrap up this episode. It's a long time I record for this long. But Yuma, this is the second time I found myself on the avenue with no security, no rope security, and no in-band security or extraction team. Well, every time I tell people it's be 4,000 or whatever for a costume that I do wear and for pieces that I do wear and all them kind of thing and to drink the same thing I always drink and for to eat a little, little, little bit of food on a Monday and Tuesday. People say I'm wasting money and what could I do with that money and whatever. I eat like mass and I pay for the experience. But one of the key things in my experience is security. And I am very drunk and kind of all money. I drink way too much. I'm maybe deliberately so. That's my two let loose days for the year. Uh, so think, picture this, right? I, I, I'm a man. So if you want to picture this for any other gender, you picture it, right? Because Yuma has a lot of genders playing in there. You know I mean, there's more than two. So I drunk and I'm naked. And uh, I had to have a phone on me, which I think everybody would have. And I had to have some kind of money on me, which I think everybody would have, right? And I end up on the avenue where there's a lot of people. Most people you will see uh, as onlookers is on the avenue. And there's the same thing that happened last time Mass Play where the extraction team is the biggest set of gangsters it have for the whole day. They 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 pushing through the masqueraders all through the band. When you when no when when it's looking like to me like nobody around, right? But I mean they're doing their job, right? So let me not complain about that. But when we cross the Soka Drum and we come back up onto the avenue, which is the busiest and the riskiest place, if you ask me, because of how many people there, there's nobody. When a mass band pass and they have plenty of people on the side, people just join the band. So now you have all sort of people. I'm not trying to say that people in the band not dangerous, but people on the streets dangerous, but I'm just saying it's a higher risk. And one of my issues is that I play in mass with some people who... Uh, some people who have very important jobs. Forget me, right? They have very important jobs. And their trajectory is facing upward. So year after year, they are going to become bigger and bigger in the corporate world in Trinidad and Tobago, and by extension, higher and higher profile people in the landscape of Trinidad and Tobago, right? There's this fellow's trajectory. And that's my mass squad. And I think it's extremely unsafe when you have people who high up in organizations that are very, they're in very big organizations in this country and they're high up in those organizations. It is extremely unsafe to have them drunk and naked with no security in sight. I, I feel very worried. Both times I left on the Tuesday night, I said, boy, let me, let me, let me head. If I have no security, let me walk out of this 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 pool of, of of people who may be good little targets and work on my own so that if something happened it's, it's just me and I, I could figure myself out where it is i've had a run i run it's not a stampede and them kind of thing because i'm not just talking about people being targeted you know? 
or like if I'm, I ain't talking about two people who them is big rich boys and high profile people and we need all this set of security because I have valuables. I'm talking about just plain stupidity, which could happen in large crowds. Ridiculous, stupid things could happen. Like I was walking, coming back past Fatima on Mukarapa Road on Tuesday night when he plays dead. And some people just throw out some champagne bottles on, onto the road. Not to break it, they slide them out onto the road. Just for cars to drive. You know what? You know, a champagne bottle of a level of glass that is going to puncture you. That's not a beer bottle. That's going and puncture your tire. And I, I don't want to get no confront. Because my first instinct was to say, boy, let's chip it out. I talking about some girls, you know, a set of girls and a, 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 maybe four or five girls and two fellas. And I want to say, boy, let's fools. Why, why would you do that? Everybody come to have a good time. You sliding. I said, boy, Corey, don't say nothing. I went, I went as I think, discreetly, I went in the road and I take up the bottles and I put them on his side. Before I could even reach out in the road, I bus drive over one. If that pop now and break and take anyway, something like them old people, like I tell you, they're getting old now. But not just being targeted or anything, just playing stupidity by people. I have a next partner who was supposed to come to play mass with us. Who? You see what them fellas are telling you about with them heading? He done there already. He's at the most senior level. In a global company that is globally recognized. He's the only black person it have in the whole senior team in the company. Imagine he had come to play mass and something happened to him on, 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 on a carnival Tuesday because Yuma rope security disappear and the extraction people disappear. So you're just on your own. If that is the case and they have a time limit on this thing and security just finish at 6... Let me know this finish six o'clock in the month so I could finish playing my mass and head where I had to head. I, I find that serious matters. I don't like that at all. It makes me very, very uncomfortable. And as, as my partner was telling me, he says he feels so glad when he see police walk through the band. Police walk through the band a few times because it's just, it's, it's a scene for mayhem. And I think the police should address that with those bands. Because if those bands sell in security as part of what they sell as a $4,000 package, don't give the police so much of work to do where the police now had to be trying to fight up to see who they and who in the police can't tell who have banned versus who or, or who in the band versus who not in the band. I suspect the police just basically trying to make sure that nothing happened or present themselves as a a, a preventative measure to make sure that well hey not nothing major ain't gonna happen here on our watch because any incident where you have five thousand drunk people and men who drive in truck all day and tired, anything there could turn into mayhem. But all in all, I, 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 I ain't going on a dumb note. I know I'm bad at doing that sometimes, but I, I mean, you might probably see in my game next year. I just know that when Tuesday daytime comes to finish playing my mass and head in, I'm not going through that. I'm also not going through that after party in the oval and I too old for that. If I finish on the road there at a certain time is for me to head home and I feel like I'm getting closer and closer to whenever the band reached St. James and reached by my mother, that is when my mass finishing. If it's 10 o'clock in the morning, a good time for me to go pop my old foot. Remember the surgery and thing? I play the whole Tuesday, my socks bloody, but I play and I enjoy myself. Salute to everybody who was involved in my foot getting back better. I was able to survive the two days. I was, I was worried about that. I thought I had a day in me. You know? I thought I paid, I paid double for a costume for one day. But I had, I had the two days in me. So you might probably see in my game, I, I, I enjoy it. I think the vibe in Yuma is real good. The the squad young. But once my old boys could keep up with the young squad, we did. But we heading fast towards Ronnie and Caro. But listen, I have all here for real long and I appreciate all you tuning in the special Carnival Wrap-Up Edition. But I will talk to you later. Bye.
Oh, 